All right, we are live. Welcome. <clears throat> Pardon me with my phlegm. Welcome to Skull Island. It is Wednesday, people. We have we have uh, Miguel here today. We have Aaron here today. We have myself. Norma's not feeling too well. She's kind of under the weather. She's um, in the background. She'll probably talk, I'm sure. <laughs> She's in the background. She'll yeah. probably talk. I'm sorry to hurt her. <laughs> yeah, I'm not feeling that well myself, but uh, hey. Yeah, yeah, you look a little peaked there, buddy. Yeah, Mike's not doing uh, well either. He looks a little peaked. Yeah, well, After, you know what? Don't let the tan fool you. Don't let the tan fool you. Yeah, the, 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 right? the stomach is all screwed up. But anyway, it's a whole other story. Right. Uh, I can't anyway. tan like that, man. I'm, I'm so I'm so freaking Viking that I, I burn red and then I peel and then I'm pink again with polka dots, you know, because of my freckles. <laughs> <laughs> freckles. Pink and polka dots. Uh, wasn't pink there polka a dots. song about that? Right, <laughs> teeny weeny polka dot bikini. No, that was right. Yeah. I, I was thinking more about the, the, the watermelon that bikini. she wore for the first time today. I was thinking more about the watermelon high than I was the uh, pinky polka dot bikini, bikini, right? Bikini. Yellow polka dot bikini. The water, right? the watermelon high. That's that's uh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> that was watermelons as bongs. I've done. I've used watermelons as bongs before, but still, I wouldn't consider that a watermelon high. No, what, no, what that song is about is when you take the vodka, you cut a hole in the in the watermelon, yeah. you pour vodka in there, oh. and you let it you let it sit in there. Then you cut the, the watermelon up and you eat it, and the whole thing is freaking vodka. Oh juice, yeah, man. I've yeah. had those in Cancun. It's really good with gin break. too. Throw a little teeny bit yeah. of brown rum in there, a good spice rum in there. Yeah, give it oh, some yeah. flavor. Mm -hmm. Now you go you go to Cancun and Acapulco, and they'll give you those uh, pina coladas, which is the uh, the pineapple. Yep. which is then doused with rum and yep. that uh, Malibu coconut, you know, Malibu coconut, well. yeah, mixed together, and man, you'll be, eating, you'll be you'll be eating out that uh, that pineapple for for like hours, just enjoying the shit out of it. Definitely. <laughs> yep. Yep, and yeah, that's good stuff. It has good, you know, you got the electrolytes, right? And the sugar also ferments into stronger alcohol. Oh yeah, baby. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And oh, the heat because you're on the beach, heat. so it's, yep. Right. They put ice in it, makes it better. Oh, good stuff. Good right. Stuff. All right. So everybody share this out, share this out, share this out, right? Welcome, guys. Um, we're we're multitasking here. We're multi, what are we uh, what are we streaming live on? Where are we at? Facebook, YouTube, on, and what's the other one? D-Live. Yeah. D-Live. Yeah. We need live. to find so, out a way. Uh, Rumble doesn't do live unless you pay, so that's not necessarily yeah, good. Pay, like, yeah, we were just talking about that off air yesterday. Yeah. 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 Aaron and I. You take donations, we can start paying for that stuff. People well, there you, go. Right. there you go. I got to finish up my uh, PayPal account as well so that uh, I can accept donations. Well, and see, I'm, a, I'm a little I'm a little perturbed right now at, at uh, say, um, you know, uh, Spotify, right? Spreaker, yeah. Spotify. Um you know, Anchor FM—they're all owned by the same company. I'm a little, little uh, irked with those guys right now because of mm -hmm. what they're doing and what they tried to do to Joe Rogan. Well, right? Spotify actually kept Joe Rogan on, so they—they eliminated. Well, like they kept him on, but they, yeah, they, they deleted a bunch of, a bunch of his, his, Yeah, they're deleting his history shows. Well, Rumble yeah. offered him a hundred million for four yep. years to stay on, and he can put all of his content. Yeah, I've noticed that. But he should then. take it. Yep. He should take it. I would at this point, Aaron, I agree with you. I would at this point, you what you do is you make sure the contract is signed. Then you make a big ordeal and you make a big public statement that you're pulling your you're pulling your brand yeah. off of there. Off of their bullshit. And, and you're moving your brand to another place and watch everybody's gonna go there to watch him. You know that he's got and the that most popular. That's, that's why he gets hundred million because he's yeah. that's how many viewers yeah. he's got. Yep. 
no joke. Right. And so I, I would do I, that. How big, I mean, why are they going after him? Because he's part of the cause, whether you right. agree with all the guests he brings on or not. Well, I don't he wasn't, he wasn't always and I do a part kind of the cause. Think he's, what's that? He wasn't always part of the cause. And no, he's, he mean, wasn't. My, my I friend. mean, I, I, I've loved Joe um, Rogan since he was on a, a talk radio or, or some shit like that. Um, so, so I've known about him for a while. Yeah, he's I've been, yeah, I've been, I've really well. been following his podcast yeah. for a long time. And, and a lot of yeah. the well, stuff, you know, when I first heard edgy. him, he was, he was talking about UFOs and saying anyone who believes in UFOs or something wrong with their brain. Now he believes in UFOs. Well, right. he so always uh, the, the problem. Yeah. The problem is that he, when he went on Fear Factor, he and before he went on Fear Factor, he did this entire series on checking out different conspiracy theories and everything else. And so he would go right. after and really interview people to find out. And the majority of them were full of shit. The majority right. of their their stories were had holes in them. And so even though he was a believer, and this was on talk radio, uh, yeah. he was the the conspiracy theorist on talk radio, which is why I yeah. liked it. Uh, and then I found out he was a comedian. Then I found out he was an MMA fighter. And I'm like, holy fucking right. shit. That all, you know, <laughs> I knew him first from the MMA. I knew him first from the MMA field than I did Fear Factor or any of that other stuff. Uh, and everybody was talking shit about him. I'm like, you guys don't know that Joe Rogan's a badass motherfucker, guys. That guy I'm like, you guys shit. think he's, well, what's Joe Rogan? He was the Fear Factor guy. I'm like, he was an MMA guy before he was the Fear well, Factor Actually, guy. he was MMA until he yeah. cracked somebody's skull open and he realized it was a dangerous sport and he decided to get out of that. Then yeah, he yeah. decided like at 23 or 25 to get into comedy. And so yeah. he's been doing that for a while. I've known him as a comedian. That's how he got into yeah. talk radio. Oh, I remember him After and, talk uh, radio, he went into Fear Factor and all other kinds of bullshit. But on what's his that, podcast, what's that first show he was in? He was in a show talk radio, in a, uh, sitcom. Talk, talk radio, yeah, talk, talk radio. radio, yes, yes. Yep. And so uh, once when he started his podcast, it was interesting because he was out there. He he had his friends that were his you know fellow druggy friends. He was smoking dope on on air, and he had yep. his whiskey and everything else. He had Alex Jones on, and he had all these conspiracy theories. And that's when we get. Uh, Graham Hancock and yep. the other guy who was on the ge uh, geography and, and that sort of thing. Uh, and then they just, uh, they just went all over the place and it was, uh, it was okay. But then he started getting big and he started getting pushback and lots of people started complaining about some stuff. And I saw him edge further to the left and then yep. I got him, saw yep. him become more neutral. And then he became more careful with all the things that he said. And, and at that point he was, you know, uh, interviewing Neil deGrasse Tyson and, and, you know, all these big philosophy people. And I'm like, well, fuck that. He's part of the system already. Um, but then, you know, he, he, he tries to go along with it, but he's his own person. I mean, fuck, he, he yeah. goes to Alaska. Uh, sorry. He flies to Hawaii to shoot buck with a bow and arrow. Right. I mean, who the fuck does that? Right. But th My these are our, <laughs> well, see, the thing is that these are our bighorn uh, sheep that have taken over parts of uh, Hawaii and they're not yep. native to the area. They have no predators, so they have to do a culling. Uh, yeah. yearly uh, otherwise they take over the place like uh what was it rabbits or or uh cats that took over island at one point a yeah. zero cat problem um so yeah. he goes in there and it's it's really justifiable thing but he does his own things and so now he goes on to the the ivermectin and, and the other things that he was on and everybody gave him shit for that and i'm like my doctor recommended it to me i talked to all kinds of people and well let's find out who has it. then he brings other people to to speak their mind and people go ape yeah. shit because they don't like people speaking their mind. You cannot have right. an opinion that deviates from the beast system. 
You must agree with the beast system. You must bend the knee to the beast system or it will destroy you, which is why I want to take your project, Leo, and make it global. I want to integrate that into a construction project that I can actually do and sell the project to many others that have. You have a plot of land. We can do this with your land. Multifamily, housing, uh, fish. You got your your green yard. You got your your photovoltaics. Uh, yep. You've got your own uh, portable filtered water, and I've got the entire process to be able to filter that water and make it drinkable and healthy for you. Uh, so all that you can do, and you can integrate into your one little property, one property at a time. It doesn't yep. have to be huge condominiums of, of things. Nope. Bullshit. Yep. One individual property, one individual owner. You have a plan. You can do it create your own community that's what we want to do to get out of the beast system otherwise we're screwed that's part of that parallel and that's what we can bring it back to joe rogan which is he is the voice that speaks for the people or allows the people to speak yeah and that is uh that is a good ally to have whether he's got connections and he does have some connections with some shady individuals i mean but you know who doesn't bro who doesn't but <laughs> Rumble's on. offering him a hundred million to bring with no censorship. I mean, I'm going to give props to Rumble. That's that yep. is Rumble, and they're you know one of the biggest uh, uh, platforms. Well, I started uh, off really, on Rumble. I love Rumble. I yeah, I mean, I feel fantastic. like they're more they're getting more balanced. They're not right or left as much as like they were way more right or and not enough left. I feel like the right and the left all have a good balance, and it's mostly independent thinkers. Whether you're the right or left, they're not. They're not playing that game. They're just talking about the things that they that they'd like to see, and the things they don't like seeing, right? So it, there's a very measured um, perspective on Rumble, and and I'd like to give them props. I mean, we have we're not going live on there yet, but we will, we will eventually. Right, right. I'm on Rumble, but I, I don't go live there. It's an archive, and I haven't put anything yeah. up there recently. But um, I was. Well, uh, for I can't a long put any of my live streams on there. I, I can't put any of my live streams on there because my live streams are live. I don't have, you know, copies of them at all. So that's my well, biggest problem. You know, if you if you go live on Facebook, you can download the uh, the live after you've been live. You can download it. True. Uh, but I'm, I'm not comfortable with Facebook because that's on my personal thing. Whereas, uh, well, same YouTube thing with YouTube. On Benya perspective. YouTube, same thing. If once you go live, you can go back and go into your studio for your YouTube studio and you can download the file. But uh, yeah, I have to. I have to yeah. have uh, YouTube. You have to have Prime. something. Yeah, you say so you have to have something that you can download it too. No, no, <laughs> so. but, but I, I have to have uh, YouTube Prime, don't I? No, I don't. Oh, just with the studio, I can download it. Uh huh. Yep. Well, fuck yeah. You just I'm doing go. You just go into your yeah. videos, and then you go into the studio YouTube to take studio, care of the videos. Yeah. To yeah. Edit I'm or doing whatever. that tonight. I'm putting everything up yeah, on Rumble. Fuck, I didn't know that. Right there, brother. You go. You you bring up one show, download it. Put it back, pick up the next one you did the week before, download yep. the motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I will do. I didn't know that. I had thought I had Speaking to. Speaking of that, we're uh, number 11. 11 yeah, episode. we didn't put that up there, huh? This is number 11. Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah, make sure I'll add that into the description when I put it up for the MP3 file. I'll put in that we're on. Yeah, I think 11. I put number 11 in there. I think I put. I think you did. I was looking at I the. I, I think you did actually at the I end edited of the. It. Yeah, yeah. Edited it. Edited it. So welcome to everybody that's in the crowd who has said hello. Denise, Ariel, welcome, welcome. Right. Uh, Norma said hi. She popped into the chat there for a second. Peter just showed up. I highlighted him and threw him up there on the screen for you guys to see. Uh, Make sure you share this out. Share this out, guys. Is that Groot that Peter has on his image? Is that what? No, that's his face with a beard, bro. 
That's that his up. face with the holy shit. He's a yeah, druid. That's him, that's him with a beard fuller than mine, oh, longer yeah. than the one I have right now. He's he's a druid, man. Holy shit. Well, yeah, that's he was druid. in, but he was in Vikings, bro. He was in the yep. TV series Vikings. Like holy show. shit! All right, he, he was All in right. like every episode, dude. He was almost in every shot. <laughs> he was literally whenever they showed Ragnar, he was always standing next to him or behind him. Whenever they showed Lagartha when she was being queen, when Ragnar was gone, she was he was sitting next to her on the throne. Oh, well, shit, I need to watch that. I've never watched Vikings, yeah. so I've, I've yeah, like, like, watched half an episode. Yeah, so that's, now I'm going to have to watch it. Because I'm that's in Peter's Peter group. Right there, I, yeah. I, I you know, love watching his group, and he changed yeah. the icon to the group. Um, what is it? Back he's got a great sense way? of humor. I love, yeah, I love his funny. sense of humor, man. He's funny. Oh, definitely. So, so shout out, Peter. Peter and I hear tell, Peter says he's got his new laptop and, and computer, and he's going to have a buddy of his install it all for him. So he'll be ready to go on air soon wink well wink. sounds like he's going to be part nudge. of skull you know what I mean? island you know what I mean? say no more yep. say no more yeah sounds like so he's we're gonna be on, on skull island and back on orion rising uh, again once we get him up and operational so good to go peter get let me know when you're ready buddy definitely so we'll get him back on the air so my eye is still bloody from last wednesday <laughs> yeah man but it doesn't help that every night i get high so i'm constantly shoving a bunch of oxygen to my eye well, what so the hell happened? Really... What happened last Wednesday? Uh, on on two. Okay, now, now, yeah, we figured this out on my show on Friday. Check this out. So we we did the solstice, right? So M Bog yeah. was was uh, two was Monday. Well, no, was I'm sorry, it was Tuesday. So Tuesday night. <clears throat> now M Bog, right? The, is the alignment. So we're halfway between the two solstices. We're at the three month time period. <laughs> And that, that the, oh, now I'm getting a, a yeah, I was hearing me through your microphone. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> pardon me. So that for the pagans uh, is another ceremony that is, is, goes the course of the year, right? So we have we're doing all the stuff we're gonna we did show, and the show was on two two twenty two. So it's Imbolg, yeah. it's a new moon, it's two two twenty two, and we have all these retrogrades. So on Tuesday night, I, when I was sleeping all night long. I was dreaming and restless about fighting to free humanity, myself and the entire planet. And somewhere during the course of the night, really like way late in the morning before I woke up, um, there was this really intense moment at the time. And I'll show you my eye. <laughs> there was this wow, really dude. intense moment uh, where I bore down and I, and I cracked the he's, fucking he's sky. And, yeah. And in doing so, I here, let me show you my eye here. Let me oh, you look like one of those oh, black eyed children. Right. Yeah. So, so I cracked the fucking sky and uh, I blew a blood vessel in my eye and, um, and it actually, I think it bled for about four or five days. I thought it was, you know, Holy just like, shit, first How'd you do that? just poking yourself or what? Uh, no, I was sleeping and I was then in my sleep. I was like fighting for, so my body was stressed and I remember tensing up my whole body tensed up and I was like literally in this place where I was using magic and I was literally fighting against the forces of evil, like as if I was fucking Merlin, bro. And well, I was just super intense shit going on. And I remember waking up and my entire body was just. Damn. And then when I got up and looked in the mirror, I realized yeah, I my bearing down like that, I blew a blood vessel in my eye. I just well, got that's, that's what well, right around that time. time. Yes. Yeah. And uh, then when I'm talking to people, like just now when I referred and Aaron was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Shit was going on with me too. I, I find out people that around me that I know that I've worked with. They're like, dude, I was sick that whole day, dude. I was restless and freaking out. My, I was, my body yeah, was, and I was fucked up, which is why I couldn't come on the show. 
right? No, I'm, I'm still trying to get over that crap. That's what I'm saying. So a lot of shit happened on Imbolc that was uh, that was serious uh, shit. And when I was on uh, Ryan Rising on Friday, we talked about it, and that's when I started realizing, wait a minute, and put the correlation together. Brand new moon. So it was a new moon, zero moon, new yeah. moon, right? On Imbolc, two 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 twenty two, right? Two two twenty two. New uh, beginnings. Uh, right? Yeah, and new beginnings and all of this, and we were under attack. There was a psychic attack on a large scale that we fended off. The people fended off at that time. And if you look at the things, look at Joe Rogan. When did that happen? Right yeah, at the same week. time. Yeah. They went after him on that There Wednesday. was a coordinated attack on that, on that, yeah. Yeah, that time. And yeah. that's how they do that. A lot of them that yep. are in the esoteric, yep. really higher ups that think they're God and playing God. Because, yep. yes, that's what you can do. But these people have control or power over everything. Yep. So, you know, yeah, that right there was a big move by Rumble to say, hey, Joe, come over to our place. Right. You know, you can keep all your videos and yep. bring on whoever you want. Yeah. This is, I mean, it's not this cancel. Well, you know what they turned it into? Did you hear what they going, turned it into? We don't like Joe Rogan. It's more about, it's more about, this is an intelligence operation yeah. from the highest. They, ups. they went after him because they said he said the N word. Yeah. When he was talking about Richard Pryor's special. Right, Richard that Pryor, who said yeah, the N word like mean, more than he said any other word. Everybody knows, dude. I mean, CNN, right? all these big news places. Yep. Most people see that it's all bullshit. Yep. Whether they would they want to admit it or not, they see it. So there's oh, yeah, desperation they, yeah, they going on from it. from the higher yeah. ups, from the so called elites. I like to call them the predatory class. But you know, right? I think yeah. there's yeah. a lot of good moves being made. And yeah, we are going now. through yeah, a psychic battle right now, and we did just get through a psychic battle. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, guys. No, no worries. It is a psychic battle. It is a spiritual battle. Um, yeah. We are. Oh, right. And now right Peter's now. given us. Peter's given us. I'm gonna put it up on the screen. I'll read it for those of you who are listening on the MP3 file. Peter from Ireland put up last Tuesday. That's what we're talking about. Tuesday and then Wednesday when we were doing Skull Island. Tuesday was when this hey, all started. Year. Happened. It was in bulk. He said Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, he says is a day for uh, Bridget's Day. Right. So that's where you get and two. Tuesday. That's also a a a, a, um, uh, a character that you should probably look into. That's that's where that comes from. Uh, the word two is a person, a goddess. Um, and Bridget, or 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 Brid or Bride, or however you say that, Bridget with the D yeah, or Bridget, Bridget with the with Bridget, the T. Bridget. Yeah, uh, day, and it Bridget. starts at the end of winter and comes into the summer solstice. So, so see see the Celts. We celebrate not just the six month increments, but the three month increments, and then the one month increments as well. The full moon and the new moon. Yeah. So. So, uh, so that's what he's referring to here, right? And so it's the end of winter, and even the Vikings did that. In fact, uh, Amon Marth, a speed metal band, wrote a song about it called In Pursuit of Vikings, where they talk about that that day in Imbolg when the thaw starts to happen. Winter is over and spring is beginning. The god, the, the uh, you know, the pan, the green man, the uh, hern or, or uh, the horned stag uh, at that point is being born at that time and as he grows and starts to give life life comes back to the world and it's the cyclical nature of the of the uh of the planet so this in bulk is day one of oh, so like you, our you just, new you year's just mentioned day. that was that was the ram yeah so what year did we just get out of right it was the ram exactly exactly in the year right, of the so day was a year one, of renewal according to yep. the the mythos of the vikings and the celts the new year was that day. 
that's the new year. The actual yeah, new, year new year is yeah. is in bold, and then and so on on that day, and you can feel it. You can feel it. So happy so, new I mean, year, man. Yep. This yep. is goes back to like something I want to talk about deeper in in uh, you know later episodes. I thought you wanted to talk about Joe Rogan. Uh, we were talking about Joe Rogan. We kind of got our set our set our piece, unless somebody else wants to say something about it. We can. No, you I fucking agree rocks the whole you know, system can kiss my ass and fuck yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so, he's doing great. But yeah, I was, no, uh, I, I agree, and I hope Joe does the right thing and, and hops and uh, and then I hope he goes burns, I would love to have him those on guys, know, awesome. and yeah. I hope that everybody else who has a has an account with them does the same thing. Um, uh, the guys at GoFundMe. Uh, you're on notice. Fuck, yeah. fuck GoFundMe. No, because the truckers in Canada Give uh, send had go. a GoFundMe page set Give up. Give send go. And they, yeah, and they got uh, they got themselves Did like uh, 19 million, right. and then it was seized by GoFundMe, and they were actually going to give the money away to a charity of their choice. And the people got pissed yeah, off, so now GoFundMe on his back, tracking their well, fucking balls well, hold off. On, hold on, GoFundMe is about to get sued for fraud. That's yep. why they yeah. started backtracking. Yes. But at the yeah. same time, there was a video that I saw today that was talking about uh, how it was actually the the people in government in Ottawa that pressured GoFundMe to do that. Yes. So that was. again is yeah, the government, you know, the, the government, government overstepping its bounds yeah, and that's being a completely quote, illegitimate. Pro quo. And in, say again, Mike, because I was talking, the name of the of the company that their truckers are now getting their money from, not GoFundMe, but Yes, it's give, uh, send, go. Give, send, go. Yeah. Give, send, go. Okay. So yeah. give, send, go. Support they they them. Uh, got an account there and they already have, uh, they already have like $7 million and it's That's only awesome, one day. Dude, uh, yeah. And they're going to try, they'll have their 17 million by a fucking three or four days. So those of you out there who are listening, if you got a couple of Skrilla that you can donate a dollar, a penny, a nickel, throw that that way to the truckers because, and let me tell you why. Because not just in Canada, what you don't know that's not being reported around the world is that there's a convoy in the United States as well. It's a convoy in France, California, there's a convoy in Germany, there's a convoy in Australia. Where else? Belgium. UK, Belgium. So people They're trying are to call for up. one in New Zealand. And yes, I hear they're starting one up and in New Holland. Zealand. And Holland. I saw one in Holland. And Holland. Okay, see guys, so most of the free world is now tired of this tyrannical Marxist socialist bullshit agenda yeah. that's going on, and they're starting to stand up, support them, stand up with them. Absolutely. Omni cold was nothing more than a cold from the beginning. The pandemic. Although was I, I did, I did see uh, an interview with one of the truckers who was kind of pissed. He said, "Look, right now we're y'all's heroes and everything else, but when all this is over, we're going to go back to being rednecks, and we're going to be go back to having to, you know, uh, take a piss in a porta potty." Because we don't have the right to uh, to you know go to a bathroom wherever we're unloading our things, we're treated like animals. Uh, yep. The rest stops and, and restaurants are closed down because of this COVID. Call your governors, call your senators, call your representatives. Tell them this must end now. Those people, yeah, they're our heroes right now, but we need to remember them the entire year. Because it's not just yeah. now that they're trucking this stuff into us. They've been trucking everything into us for a very long time. And right. so we need to remember that they are people. They need to have the basic infrastructure and resources that normal people should be able to have. So Peter says in Ireland, the truckers are revolting as well. Oh, excellent. Nice. Right? It's so most of the free world people. Well, we need to remember that too when we're saying yeah. we need to fight for America. No, we need to fight for the world, like our, our yep. freedom, right. the world. For freedom, right? the free world. 
all of us together. And everything now. shifted, no though, guys. All of other. the energy shifted. The Canadians were already doing their trucker thing before that, yep. but everything shifted on Imbolg, and everybody started standing up for the new year. They didn't know it, but the energy that we were putting forward in defense of what their little attack was, whatever that was that they were trying to do to us on that mm. fucking thing. We survived. We cracked the fucking sky. And now people are standing up and now people are getting tired of it worldwide. And it's about fucking time. Well, it's yeah. two years too fucking late. I mean, too many people have already gotten, you know, uh, they have succumbed to the system's demands and they will suffer the, the, the repercussions long term. Right. It's going to be very problematic for the planet. After we finally get justice, then we're still going to be seeing people um, keeling over because of the shit that they're doing now. Right. That's unfortunate, but it's collateral damage. I mean, at this point, it is what it is, and we have to do what we what we need to do. Right? Yeah, you, yeah. You're not going yeah. to stop a fight because some will die later on. Because after all, everybody will fight if you, everybody will die if you don't. Well, you know, if you fight. if you listen to Amon and Marth when they're singing that song in pursuit of Vikings, they say that you know they're going to go out to the sea, and some of us won't return, but that's okay because that's our way. Yep, that's yeah. exactly the way it is. I mean, it, it's not because you're afraid you're going to stop doing something. You no, can never right. let fear stop you. But at the same time, it's really sad to see um, what is the large population of the planet that has actually succumbed to these Orwellian uh, things. And right. You, 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 have, you have the majority of, of Australia that has already succumbed to that. And even if they, right. they do regain their, their spirit, they're never going to be able to regain their immune system because that's uh, there's a British study that came out in the NIH that actually right. stated that they will not their their natural immune system will be compromised. They will not be able to fight off infections the way they did before because this new experimental thing isn't working the way it's supposed to. Actually, it probably is working the way it's supposed to. They just don't want to tell us what they wanted because it was freaking depopulation. But that's a whole nother story. Right. And now Denise says we're entering the rapture. Well, and yes, I mean, that's truly what what you know, what the Mayans were saying, the Hopi uh, rock legend, the, the all native people around the world to have those, including Australia, all the way down there. They have the the storyline of what was supposed to be happening here. And um, I was just telling somebody that uh, if you if you look at Stephen and Evan Strong, Aaron and I have both been a part of these ceremonies for the last couple of years that they've been putting on from Australia at Uluru, starting at Uluru, uh, because the natives of the world said that the, the, the ceremony on the solstice needs to be done at Uluru first, and then the world does the ceremony. And we've been doing these now for, we're on our third year, and at the end of this, this cycle of, of this year in December, when we do our winter cycle, <clears throat> That is going to complete a three-year cycle of events that have been put on worldwide, uh, that have been put on strategically on every solstice, on every half solstice, on every full moon, and on every uh, new moon, told by legend to activate this planet and to activate the people here. So the activation 
that has taken three years and in a cycle of life in three years to build where we're, we're actually writing the human population back into the flow of the spiral by doing this. And as soon as we do this, we, we did in bold, we're going to do on the solstice, and then we're going to do the halfway point again. And then when we get to the winter solstice, that is going to complete the cycle. And that is going to complete the activation of the human mind, the human soul to the awakeness of all of you individuals out there. And that is going to begin, like Denise says, what they would what the Christians call the rapture. And that is what is going to happen to this to this planet going forward very soon. And all of you out there who are hearing my voice have a choice to make. And there is no time left to not make it. Know this. That's what's happening. Yeah, there's two. The there's time, the time is up. That gone at this point. And it, that's what the Joe Rogan thing really represents to me. Is yes, agreed. You have that much power. You've taken all of this wind out of the mainstream media sales. Yep. You've taken most of the audience. And they're scared and shitless. Done that because you've well, been, they fired you've across this bow. With yeah, they, they fired a shot across Joe Rogan's bow, and Joe Rogan bore his cannons down, and now he's thinking about mm -hmm. shooting, and they're running for the fucking hills as fast as they can. Joe yeah, Rogan's man. not thinking about shooting. He just turned his bow around and said, hey, that didn't hurt. What the fuck are you doing? That You can't down my it's... ship. I'm too fucking big for you, bitch. It's 100 million. I right. mean, he's got, he's got right. 50 times more viewers than CNN. Mm -hmm. 50 yep. times no joke. more viewers. No I mean, joke. So all these people that think that they have power, oh, cancel him. Who the fuck are they? You know, you got Neil, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, and yeah, yeah. He's, he's like from the 1960s, like they were saying, uh, there was this uh, meme of a guy, oh, uh, the people, uh, sorry, Neil's fans trying to uh, get off of Spotify and they had those big brick phones. Like, you remember those old IBM yeah, brick phones, right? right? Trying right. to get off of, uh, of Spotify because that's the only yeah. kind of phone that those people actually have anymore. The guy's a dinosaur. Who the <laughs> fuck is he? Right. Neil Diamond. Got, like, yeah, three, yeah, Neil Diamond. Yeah. No, not Neil Diamond. No, 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 no. Uh, Neil, the rocket in the free world, Neil. Yeah, that's, Neil that's Neil fucking Young, dude. What? Neil Young, not Neil, Neil Young, Young dude. dude. You're right, Neil Young. What am I thinking? Fuck, well, brain fart. See, I, Neil Diamond was a I saw his face to. too, and still said Neil Diamond. Daryl Hannah. I should have been. I should have smoked a joint before I came on here. I don't remember Neil, that. Neil, <laughs> Neil Young with, or he's with Daryl Hannah. I think he's married to her. Seriously? Yeah. Seriously? Oh, wow. Well, she's like ultra alt left always has been. Yes, though. very much. Yeah, but yeah. still, one thing is yeah. ultra left, and the old thing is, you know, Neil Young did that because Black, Blackstone had owns rights to his music and said, "You're uh, actually no, no, Blackstone Pfizer owns fifty percent of his music." Yeah, really? That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Another paid horse sold his soul. Exactly. And you know what? Yeah, he's I, too old to care anymore. He has some good songs that I listen to, but he really. I mean, well, see, well, hold on, well, hold on, hold on. I never, I never listened to the music. You get, you're going to do this, or else. That's it. Like, but I never, I never listened to their music yeah. because of who they were as personalities. Because some of these guys are fucking crazy ass motherfuckers. It doesn't goddamn matter. The music right. continues to be good. So this cancel culture and all this kind of shit. Fuck. Before we actually had MTV, we used to like a lot more artists than we did. Why? Because later on, we found out these guys were fugly as crap. 
You know, so once they were on TV, we're like, oh, oh man, no, I, I can't even, I can't even listen to that guy now. So you know, right? it's all that's fucking funny. relative. We listen to the music. Yeah, you know, and that's that's funny that you say that because uh, you know, even Joe Rogan, I, I know I'm throwing his name up there again, but even he talked about that how. Uh, because he, he showed the scar on the back of his head where they took real estate to move to the top of his head when he was going bald. And he said, I was young and stupid enough to listen to my friends. And it was all about glamour. It was all about the digits and the, uh, you know, and that's what happened to MTV too. Glamrock took that place over uh, yep. quick. Aaron's old enough to remember that, right? Glamrock, Glamrock yeah, took that over I'm, quick I'm still, I'm 90s, still old enough to remember 80s, when reality right? TV took over MTV. MTV stopped showing oh, music. real world, right? Real what world. The fuck? Yeah. No more music on MTV. What the fuck? Yeah, that music was television it was and it went to programming. Wasn't it? Yeah. I used no, to watch I was watching at 11 o'clock at night every every Saturday. Oh, fuck yeah. They, just, they stopped playing it. You know, and it just, I remember when yeah, they used became... to do Heavy Metal Fridays. Do you remember that? Now I have to watch VH1 yeah, to watch things. Do I feel yeah. old by watching VH1? What the fuck? I know, right? I've, I, I mean, actually turned that on a few times and I was like, oh my God, VH1 I feel old watching this. stuff on it. That's when people played with even... Even Neil Diamond back in those oh, days. I, but, oh, you know, I know. He's had a few still... mistakes. Or not Neil Diamond, Neil Young, sorry. Yeah, yeah I got you doing Neil it. Diamond. Sorry, brother. Hello, my friend. Yep. Hello. Right? Yeah, that, that's Neil Diamond. That I came yeah. to say hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then, and then Peter right here, check it out. Uh, Peter just answered the trivia question of the decade. What was the very first video ever played on MTV? And Peter answered it in the chat. I'm going to put it up on there. Video killed the radio star. You know what I remember? Video. You know what I remember? Is I remember uh, Men at Work, Men Land at work. Down Under. Right. And I remember uh, no, Rock no, no, the no, no. Casbah. And Who I can remember, it be? No, but it, no, but oh, Rocket the Casbah. Those guys. Remember those? And then Michael Jackson, I think, like, beat it. Was, or thriller. Not beat it, was, um, yes. Michael Jackson's really? Thriller, bro. Billy Jean oh. was the first but, one. But you also, you also had that uh, that Minute Work song that was, uh, uh, what was it? I Want to Be, oh, fuck. Uh, we're delivering, in, uh, uh, what was it? Delivering stereos. And we just, you know, you get your uh Money for nothing and your chicks. For oh, free. that's uh, that's dire. I want no, that's dire straight. Oh, yeah. That's, want di that's dire straight, bro. That dire was dire straight. I thought that was minute work. Yeah. We have I want my MTV. Duran Duran, Duran Duran, hungry like the wolf, right? They're good too. Yeah. Oh yeah, God, that mark. They're the some vaccinators, aren't they? Pushing yep. vax. I mean, they're yep. connected to, to really rich people. I'm sure. They're, well, yeah, they're, yeah, they're all bought out. I mean, they don't, they don't, know what they're saying. they don't care. Not all of them. Yeah. And I, I agree with this. <laughs> this up. Denise, Denise said, I stopped watching movies with certain celebrities because of their beliefs. I have as well. And I would abdicate that the way you get your message across to the world is exactly, and this goes back to Joe Rogan, and I hope he listens to this or someone who listens to this knows him and tells him that the fans are out here calling for his actions because I hope he listens to that. The way that you hurt these people is the way they try to hurt you is their pocketbook. Money and take away their power, and then all of a sudden you're going to find every single politician and everybody on the planet kowtowing and running as fast as they can to whatever it is that we the right. people want them to do because they know that we're actually in charge, but you just don't know that. You but it's not, we, the people are not in charge. It's our pocketbook because uh, the, the American consumer is responsible for about 27% of the global economy. All right. So, so what does know, that they, say? That tells you that the power is in the hands of the American population. Nah, the money they is do in or that don't hand, buy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. However, 
uh, they're always chasing after the money. And there are people that have more money than the individual consumers that in well, the influence the, yeah. them, like Pfizer. They build those big time. nuts when they when they get famous they and they make some money. They start building a big nut, like a big mansion, big car or fancy cars. Right. You know, just excess. And then they got to keep, they got to pay for you that. Gotta man, you got to maintain that right? lifestyle, They got to just brother. keep making it. So they just become... Right? Well, I want to go back. High-paid prostitutes, basically. I want to go back and put this, plug this in. Now that we're down this road, Denise made this comment a few minutes ago, and I'll read it to those of you on the MP3 file. Look at Black Lives Matter. Took all that money, bought million-dollar houses, and no one ever received the money. Got That's screwed what by their own people. The big movements that are actually start out as the right thing, and then they get. That one I think is by Soros, right? That one's well, yeah. no, no, the, the Bowel Bloomberg, the, uh, the, the Bowel Soros, and the, the Bowel Movement was Foundation. Actually- yeah. The yeah. bowel movement was actually a uh, BLM bowel movement uh, was actually a <laughs> Marxist uh, takeover. Two of the founders of the bowel movement were trained Marxists. Yep. So that went to the school. Chinese, that went is to the school Chinese, and were taught. Yep. That yep. is a Chinese propaganda tool to divide and destroy America to make it easier to take us out from within. And you guys, and then you got Nancy Pelosi telling us to push that war shit. And then, then and then we got Nancy Pelosi that's, telling everybody to please don't protest. You I know, know that's the circus, brother. All that shit's the circus, man. It doesn't mean <laughs> anything and it doesn't matter. I mean look, look at Ben. His name is Ben Dover. He says I don't I don't have anything you. against Chinese people. You ever fucking see Bruce Lee? I think uh, Eddie Griffin did a bit bit on that. He's like, You want to fucking yeah. go to war with China? You see them motherfuckers practicing every day, right. know the flow, they know the way. And if right. they fight, they will die for it. You you don't want to go. To, no, we don't want to go to where the China. Let's right. let's not rattle. But you ourselves. know, here's but here's well, here's the thing that that it's it's the same around the world. People confuse a government, a governmental system, or their policies with the individual with the citizens, right? Yes. And their government gets as crooked as ours. Right. right. And so the truth is just, this, yeah. right? That, yeah, the truth is we, we look at the Chinese people. I don't have anything against the Chinese people. They're the ones that are being, uh, you know, their government is corrupt. And so when people look at America, they have to realize the American people aren't corrupt. It's the government right. that's corrupt. Now, is there a complacency problem? Absolutely. I mean, they, come on. The Chinese yeah. people outnumber their population of their government officials and everybody was in the military. So the entire country is a military. So if they yeah. wanted to overthrow that regime, they could step up and do it. Right. And the same thing right. here in America. America. I'm not abdicating that. My point is that we, with restraint and control, we don't have to do those things. And we should be adults enough. And this is what Aaron yeah. was alluding to. And so it was Mike to understand that it's not the individual personages or people of the planet. It's those rich and elite people who are in because charge of the government. Because the war started, the people of those places die. And the right. people of our place, right? You know what I mean? We all, people die and not for good reason. So right. we don't know the whole story on China. I mean, we can look at things and we can read signs of things. The most scary thing for me is a lot of the papers sign your, you know, your 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 passports and shit. And that that's that's the scariest thing for me. And that's happening all over the world, as you can see in the news. A couple of weeks ago, they're showing you all these people that are really hardcore about it. All these leaders. Well, a couple of weeks ago, are actually, actually from are actually from uh, global the young global leaders, which is tied to the WEF. And yep. so this is a coordinated effort and this is against the world. Now we can be distracted by what China's doing right now. And we, but, or we can actually spend some real time and look about what we're doing within our communities, what our communities are doing, how we're handling it, how we're you know able to learn how to create that parallel society and stop worrying about like what the government, cause I don't do not, 
I have people that are in the military that are were pretty high up, you know, worked in the White House, worked in the Pentagon. And I ask them questions sometimes, but I know that they're still part of that system. So to a certain extent, they are trauma-based mind control. So, right. you know, and they are very patriotic toward that, you know, that government structure, which I'm not. I'm, I'm for self-defense, right. um, but I feel Agreed. like we cause more trouble and try to start more trouble than anybody does on the planet. I mean, that's my opinion, but that's, we are... Yeah, the but evil who's, force. who's but who's with the, the West? Yeah, are you, you, are you referring to the people See, or are you referring to the government? No, yeah, I'm talking question. about the people that, that send people to war. Exactly. Yeah. Now, what, what, I wanna, what I want to what I want to yeah, highlight agreed. right here is because when I came down to Brazil and everything else, and even when I was in Mexico, I would find uh, those attitudes to where, oh, Americans suck and oh, you're an ugly American or whatever. And I'm like, look, right. you don't know Americans. The reason that you dislike us is because the CIA took over your fucking country. Right. Military coups <laughs> that were caused by the CIA. So your problem is not with Americans. Your problem is with the same people that Americans have a problem with the fucking yeah. CIA and the ones that do the uh, foreign right. uh, the, the foreign bullshit for the U.S. We get involved. Which we end up paying for. Bullshit. We're supporting that shit. I mean, right. we're yeah. all supporting it. Yeah, but know, the bankers that, are actually pushing it. You know, they're making yeah, a profit. And right, they suck it out of everybody. But, you know, this is where we're at right now. Like, we really need to look at these bankers, and that's where the problems are. All of them, all of the major problems we're dealing with in the world that aren't natural, we're and some of them that appear to be natural but aren't. Yeah, you know, yeah. this is where we're at. We need to look at the tip of the spear, and the tip of the spear is not each other. Um, it's a certain little few that all work together and have really made a big push forward and and volleyed a big attack at us for the last you know god years if you want to look at it but the last yeah. big one decades was, yeah yeah the, the last two years at least um that we've really been able to see it and i think two yeah. centuries our mindset needs to yeah, get out agreed. of the whole agreed. i mean it's good to be a, we want to protect our place our land where we're at like i said really that land really isn't ours anyway we were born here we didn't you know what i mean or we were we moved here but I don't really think about it as, as I'm more of kind of a global, I don't want to say yeah, citizen well, person. Well, well see, I, I take the native, I think the, the the, I, I take the native American or the, the native uh, North American continent uh, uh, attitude towards that. The land is not owned by someone. The land is owned by right. the people. The land is owned by the planet. It is everyone's right. and it is, it is owned by nature. So when they claim we own this land, I say, no, I own yeah. this land. Well, I have a piece of paper. That says I don't. Well, I have me standing right. here that says I do. You can take so that piece much of paper, land, shove it dude, up your ass, and wipe your ass with it. So much it's still land. not going to mean jack, right? Yeah, there's um, so much land that's untouched. I mean, just in my state, Leo, I mean, there's Leo. so much. Pay attention right? to the chat, to the private chat, please. Oh, right. No, I'm looking at that, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at that. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Got some trolls, guys, that we're having to get rid of because they keep popping in, right? Um, yeah, there's we we first we had bend over, which I thought was funny. Bend over, right? Yeah. Now next is going to be huge organ or somebody like that. It's going to pop in, right? <laughs> Michael Hunt, my cunt. <laughs> That's going to be so bizarre. All right, I didn't. Uh, we got talking. I I didn't see him. Usually I zap him when I see him, but. I, I yeah. looked down, and just as I looked down, he had put it in the chat. And before I could click on it, it, the, the, it popped up again. And I was like, "Oh wait, let me get that. I got that, bro." <laughs> uh, no, it's, yeah, it's going to be especially on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that's links. just you know we just we got trolls because people are children and uh, they can't help themselves. 
So yeah, they're spammers. They they're they spamming stuff like their that. stuff, whatever yeah. weird shit it is. Well, you know, yeah. like I like I tell everybody, when you get that happening to you, that's when you know you made it. When you got people who can't help themselves, but they got to come in, right. and, and they and what's funny about that is is you can tell just how deviant their childlike mind is because they actually think that shit's funny, and they go, oh, "I showed him. I just made a character." But I mean, dude, I think I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of like talking shit, like drinking and talking shit, like tweets. Oh, dude, I'm like right. I've done it. I've done it. But but yeah, it's bullshit. Like for people that right, actually it, like, care, here's another one, right? Yeah. We don't for know. We don't know. Come in and like leave a comment like, dude, I get it all the time when I'm doing readings. <laughs> You're not giving this away for free. No, fuck no. Right. Like this is what I do. This is how I pay my fucking bills so I can give you a reading. Yeah, I'll right. throw you a card and I'll give you a reading. I have no problem doing that. I like doing right? that and giving people like a daily message or something. But yes, this is what I do. This is my work. And people just think well, this is God given, so it should be free. I'm like, so is your, you know, ability to work, but you don't do it for free, right? Right. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't go to your car mechanic and say, "Here, I need you to right. fix my car for free," right? right? You don't talk right. to your doctor. Your doctor says, "You know, I, I'm going to have to do surgery." Okay. Well, you're going to do that for free, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, why would you do that? You expect to walk into a McDonald's and say, "Give me a burger for free"? And I tell you, like, some people will ask me, like questions that are very serious and i will take the time if it's something i feel like okay i'll take the time to at least talk to you if they're if you're having troubles i'm not going to just push everybody away but then s some people will use that it's like why are you why are you manipulating to get a reading right do you how good do you think that reading is going to be right exactly if you're manipulating and lying already you know how much good karma are you think you're putting into your reading yeah People don't get it though, and the same kind of people that believe that we're all going to die of some bullshit cold. Right. That, you know, right. which people die of colds. People die. It turns into pneumonia. Yes. Yes. They die. This, and you know what? If we counted the numbers every year, and I show you, if you looked at them, yeah, they're pretty much the same. Like, yeah, there's jumps in them, but not, not big enough to make a difference. I mean, nothing is fluctuating. The only thing that fluctuates everything when they together stop. with cold yeah. and flu. So, yeah, and now pneumonia too. So they're going to bunch it all together. Yeah, that's come on. It's like, let's grow up, guys. I mean, really, get your head out of your ass. Like, really, <laughs> come on. Right. It's really, really easy to see. I mean, I'm a right. high school dropout, and I can see it. So, I don't know. Right. See, so yeah, children are children, but you know, but I, you know, I agree that, that I, you know, I agree that the 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 mindset of some of the people have been, you know, some of the brainwashing did did take to some people. Yes. It's because of the fear. And that's yep. purely because people are easier to control when they're afraid, Fear. when they're Fear. hungry, when they're Powerful. afraid, yeah. uh, you know, when that, when your health is, is not, you know, not doing well, or they can convince you that your health is not doing well, or they can give you uh, manufactured um, pharmaceuticals that would uh, make health not work properly. Um, allegedly, my opinion, that way the allegedly. algorithm doesn't take us down. Allegedly. Thank God for saying it in code, dude, because I don't want to get this channel mixed. Right, me either. Right? And I went I went kind of hard. I went kind of hard a little while ago, and that's why we I'm just, making sure I don't do that yeah. now. Right? We argued the paint there for a minute. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was we swinging the fences right there. We up there muscling ourselves <laughs> in, man. I came out with the one-two and then said, whoa, whoa slow down there, Snapper. You're going to get yourself in trouble here. Still come flying out oh, shooting. <laughs> Look at Norma blocking the trolls. Daria was a troll too. Yeah. Oh, I gave sad. it a chance just to see because I wasn't sure. But when I first saw it, I thought troll. And then I thought, I'll wait. And then the very first post, I was like, uh huh, children, yeah. children.
Look, I started yelling at shit, and we got eight viewers now. Maybe I need to yell into the camera. The microphone. No, 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 no. Spirited and passionate. We got the two, two, twos. We need to make that new beginning, that turn to a more positive reality. Why? Because the White Hats are winning. Yeah. No joke. No joke about that. We got to leave the evil, the harm, the danger, the destructive uh, forces, the ones that want to do harm to others, we need to leave all that behind. Yeah. Leave it behind. Well, and I, I wanted to point out, too, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I gave you guys, I, I flicked the, the video to you because I've been flicking that video at everybody in the last few days because right around 222, Tom McDonald, uh, one of the greatest rappers on the planet, dropped another video, uh, him with his, his uh, collaboration with, um, what is his name? I can't think of his name now, damn it. Um, I can't think of it. I'll think of it. I can see his face and can't think of his name. So they dropped a song called White Boys with a Z. And that that White Boys with a Z is the same to those you know, those of you who are Magic users. Magic with a K, White Boy with a Z is making a statement that is um, on the lowest level of a street thug all the way up to the highest level of vibration. And it and that t- entire song and the, the wording in the song, when I listen to it, I can see the ones, the zeros, zeros, and the ones. I can see the spiral that is the three, six, nine, twelve building in the song. He, Tom McDonald, and the and the guy who wrote it with him, uh, geniuses, and he put everybody on notice. And he's talking about literally this. Um, I want to get into the spiritual aspect of this and explain um, Alex Coolier talking to the Andromedans. The Andromedans say this group of people called the Patal, P-A-A, next word T-A-L, Patal, are, are the group of people that were in the 11th density, the 11th dimension, and they decided as an entire species to, to volunteer, to wander, to come down to Earth and be born in Earth bodies to hold this fucking line. They are what, when the Chronicles of Riddick were the Furians, what we call the Vikings, mm-hmm. okay? These people came to this earth because in the future, 8,000 years into the future, the Andromedans, uh, all of a sudden, this nefariousness, evilness popped up in their society, and they traced it back. Where did this come from? They traced it back, and it came from Earth. Okay, so there they came to Earth to go. What the fuck is going on? Oh, I see the Earth, along with 22 total or 21 other solar systems were taken over by the Orion uh, Crusaders, their AI God. And that is why you have the Jesus character returning to this planet 12 times, the last of which he used the name Jesus this you can look into and if you don't know this you can watch my show i did an entire two hours uh, discussing this for you to explain this to you i'll probably do it again coming up on friday so he's talking about that race of people and putting everyone on notice and if you listen to the words of the song and you watch the video uh the chorus of the song when they get going uh i love how he says um that when they're coming into town, he says, "You know we're you we you know we're here because you can see the smoke as we roll into town. You know it's us because our speakers are stupid loud." So what he's saying is, we're not hiding from anyone anymore. We're not trying to pretend that we're not something. We're putting the world on notice. We're putting the AI God on notice that the Furians have arrived. 
They have been here in hiding, and now they are waking up, and this planet is being held. And since that happened, all of the 22 uh, solar systems that were under the AI control have now lost the control of the AI, and they have left except for three. And this Earth seems to be one of them and will probably be the last one because this is where the stand is being made, where they touched down and got boots on the ground. So that happened also on 222 with the New Beginnings. And you should watch that video by Tom McDonald because it is badass. And even if you're yeah, on the one with the, with you know, name Sean something, or I can't remember. Yeah, Sean McDermott or no, Sean, no, no. Sean, yeah. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, I watched it. I did watch it when you sent it. Yeah. So some of you, if you watch, you may just see it as, you know, uh, like I watched some people when they were critiquing it and they were like, oh, well, you know, Tom's just talking smack because, you know, how black people talk our smack. He's doing it for white people. That's one level. Yeah, that's the street thug level uh, that a vibration will get. But it also moves up through every single octave uh, that yeah. we currently are, are attached to as a human race. Uh, and, and I can see those and there's probably some beyond my uh, ability to comprehend because I'm still in the process of of learning and, and uh, things like that. So I'm going to look it up right now. Let me do that and I'll tell you who the guy is with him. Uh, in fact, I'll link the video in the chat just so that people uh, can see that. It's Adam Calhoun and Tom McDonald. Adam Calhoun. Adam Calhoun. He's he's a badass motherfucker, too. So I'm going to copy the link. I'll be right back. Okay, so I'm going to put the link in uh, in here. And some of you, like I said, if, if you watch it and you just go, okay, it's just a rap song, well, then it's not resonating with you uh, on, on, you know, maybe just a mundane level. And that is okay as well, okay? So for those of you, uh, and, and not, uh, uh, what is that, D? Uh, uh, I don't have access to that chat, so I can't put that in there for you. I'll also put it in the description uh, for those of you on the MP3 file so you can copy the link if you want. It'll take you to YouTube so you can watch that video. Uh, but I suggest you watch it. There's other videos out there that are like this. You know, we talk about it all, all the time. Uh, but this one was something that is very pointed and poignant to today and now. You know, whereas you can see, like, if you go back in time, the Eagles talking about Hotel California is about us being stuck. And, you know, you have Stairway to Heaven and that's about us being stuck. And, you know, so you have these bands throughout time who have been trying to tell us this stuff. Right. Um, I listened to Trivium and they had a song called Down from the Sky. Uh, where where it's his awakening and understanding uh, of the of the people who own the world and seeing the world for what it really is. Again, that's another very prophetic uh, song that talks about uh, this change and this awakening that we're starting to go through as a, as a species. So I wanted to point that out that this was a, a new drop from a very learned uh, a rapper. If you listen to his other stuff, he has Fake Woke. He has another song that he did. Uh, um, uh, just prior to that, that's the second one that these two have dropped. The one prior to that is New World Order by Tom McDonald and Adam Calhoun. And they have an album that is going to be released very soon. I'm not sure which day. They talk about it on the video, so you can check that out. Um, I, don't, I don't know them personally, and I'm not getting paid for giving them a commercial. Um, they are, they are you know, part of the cause. They are coalition friendly. Uh, so therefore, I am helping promote them. And what they're singing about, right? So, and these other bands that I've been naming off, like Amon Marth, same thing. Um, uh, 
you know, what is it, public enemy, uh, arch enemy, especially arch enemy. If you listen to her singing, the songs that they sing are very empowering for uh, people and uh, and very much awake and uh, raising your vibration to wake up. So people think that rock and roll and heavy metal is just a bunch of stoner dudes flinging, no. uh, screaming and screeching and, and stuff like that. And that's the underestimation uh, where a lot of these uh, avenues we have found that we can reach people because yeah. it's unexpected and the rich and the elite don't listen to it, don't hear it, don't understand it. And that's right. why we, that's the art of war. And that's why we do that. Just so you guys know. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of great artists come out even recently, but rock and yeah. roll, the blues, they've, they've always talked about kind of that injustice that like, yeah, yeah, right, and that's that's the avenue. That's been the avenue for uh, for some people to get in because of cancel culture, and even before that, because right. they don't pay attention to that. No one listens to that crazy rock music. Oh my god, right. it's just too loud, man. Right, yeah. and that's why. That's why that those people sing about that stuff because there's an audience for it, man. We right. we listen to that stuff, right? Yes, yes, yeah. So always, whenever you're watching something, people, the the you know, I told, I was talking, to, I literally spent eight hours yesterday with my with my buddies more like a brother i've known him for 35 years and he's like my older brother he literally he came over and we literally talked for eight hours yesterday oh, to the wow. point where my mother said okay it's time for you to leave <laughs> <laughs> right so uh we were talking about this stuff for like eight mm. hours and, and just running down the list and you know these things so that's another reason why i think it's really uh on my mind but it always is these days because it's right. a lot of most of what I do all day, all night, um, you know, blew a blood vessel in my eye because of it, oh, right? Goodness. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? So, and then, of course, if I get high, then I get a bloodshot anyway. What's up, Mike? I'm sorry. Who burped? Hmm? What? Somebody, I had it for a minute. It shouldn't have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was you. Right. That's that's it. See, women don't burp, and we just don't call that. <laughs> yeah, that no, go me. go ahead. Because I burp all the time. Everybody will fucking know if I burp. <laughs> right. Uh, ahead, you know, it's funny. Else. There's there's a certain type of woman that that is different than other women. Um. Then if, here's an example. When I was living in in another city. Uh, I, I was living in a townhouse, so when I walked out my porch, literally there was you know bushes in another townhouse right in front, right across the block. Uh, my buddy from England lived there, and he was dating this American girl, and uh, she was red, right? She wasn't hillbilly, but she was red. Uh, and we were out in his backyard. They had a fire pit there. Uh, we were out there, and it was at night, and we were you know we were burning some uh, wood, and we're drinking. Right. And, and hanging out, drinking beer, vodka and just hanging out, talking, laughing. And she had to take a piece. So she gets up and instead of going in the house, she ran around the corner and she squats yeah. down by the fence and she goes, pee. He goes, oh, my God. Oh, what the fuck are you doing over there? Are you peeing? And she's like, yeah, leave me alone. And, and he's like, everybody is like right here. And she's like, nobody can see me. Yes. Right. And I was I like, was like, let her pee, bro. And she, he goes, what, what kind of woman are you? And she says, motherfucker, you just got up three times in the last half hour, walked over and pissed on the tree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I looked, me. It don't count. <laughs> right. I looked at him. Right. I looked at him and he just, he stopped and he thought about it and he looked at me and he laughed and he went, fuck. I, oh, <laughs> fuck. And he sat down. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't say anything. Right. I'm like, bro, we just, dude, I was peeing over there. She was watching me. I went over and peed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you're worried that somebody's going to see her squatting. We're not going to see anything anyways. Right. Right. So, that's funny. 
So that was funny. So she came over and she's like, you stop peeing in the backyard. I'll stop peeing in the backyard. There you go. Yeah. It's got to be compromised. You don't want me to do it. You can't do it either. Right. And so I thought, I thought, was, I thought that was badass. So there's just, there's a certain, uh, you know, woman that all over the world that has that mentality yeah. and that bugs a lot of men when they do that. And I don't, I like it. I think it's hot because yeah. she's pointing out, look, dude, you're, it's different because I'm a girl and I'm squatting down right. just because you stand up and pee makes it totally different, dude. Not right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We have just as much. My niece, my niece one time actually did this. My niece did this. I wasn't there, but I heard about it. My Mm -hmm. niece said, uh, you know, because somebody said the same thing. And she said, all right, then, motherfucker, watch this. And she dropped her drawers and she kept standing and she pissed on the fence. (laughs) Right. And she says, and I didn't even get my pants wet. Okay. And And so she said, so if that's what it takes for you to think that women can pee, I'll stand up and piss at you. There you go. Yeah. See, they're 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 using they they've got contraction muscles and everything else right. so they can actually aim what they need. All right, it's, right? It's, it's not a bucket like everybody thinks. It can actually be you know a, yeah. a controlled explosion, right? Um, controlled demolition is what. Controlled but, uh, demolition. But but right? still, we don't need to get into the. Where how do we get into a pissing contest on this? Holy shit, man! Um, <laughs> uh, that's because we were talking about the strength of women, and I was trying to show the that some women have that that sacred feminine and, uh, strength, and you strength know. of women. I mean, was that ever been in fucking doubt? Can in some anyone, cultures, bro, you'd be surprised. Even any, here in the United States, can anybody surprised. actually make a man bend the knee more than what a woman can without even yeah. using force? Right, right. I mean, holy fucking shit! We're not talking True. about physical strength. You know, I, you know what I want to back that. I want to back that up by a story from from Braveheart, bro. And and this is this is the power that women have. And I'm glad you brought that up. In the movie Braveheart, and in real life, by the way, because the movie Braveheart was a true story. So in in that movie, they did the scene where the the, the uh, uh, English lords who were who were lording the land over the Scots, they decided to enact uh, the what they called prima noctra, and that was uh, that every Scottish girl who was getting married on her met, on her wedding night, prior to the husband uh, having sex with her, the lord of the land would rape her have sex with her and trying to impregnate her first so that when she went home and had sex with her man, that she would end up having an English baby, not a Scottish baby. So see, that was, that was uh, where the word fuck came from because it was, you would be arrested for unlawful corner knowledge because you had sex with your wife before the King did. Well, the that, King that had was to have your wife before we, you did. We added that, but the word, the word fuck actually came from the word pluck and the middle finger came from that because the the English would chop off the uh, the bowman's middle oh, finger without yeah, the middle so finger you, you couldn't aim, pull yeah. the bow exactly. and aim it properly. So they would hold up two fingers, and the English still do this. That means fuck you in England when they hold up two fingers. And to us Americans, we drop the other finger and accentuate the middle finger. And it we came still from, got it. Yeah, because we still got it. And that's what they would show, and they would go, pluck you! I'm going to pluck you! And they would show the English their finger, and then over the distance, it sounds like they're saying "fuck you." So that's where that was invented. But eventually, someone was clever took the for unlawful carnal knowledge and put that in there, and it actually stuck because it because it fit. So that I don't know if it's irony or if it was designed uh, from the beginning, but that's where that came from. So he was that, that not is extremely any interesting information. I did not know that. So yeah. thank you very much for my mind's like Leo. a steel trap, oh, bro. It? Nothing in, nothing out. Okay. Mine usually <laughs> is, but I'm full of shit that nobody wants to know, and, and that's half the fucking problem. So 
it's good to add more useless fucking information. No, I agree All with right. that. So the, so the husband was not happy with this process. And when they came for her, the Lord showed up with a whole fucking, uh, you know, like 10, 15, 20 soldiers. And the husband decided he was going to fight and he was not going to allow it to happen. So he's tussling with these men in armor. And uh, they're basically at this point have the upper hand on him. And they have us two or three swords on his throat at this point. And she now is in fear that her husband is going to die before she can even marry him. And she says, stop. And no one listens to her. And they're holding her back, restraining her. And she reaches up with her left hand over her right shoulder and touches the soldier's hand who's holding her shoulder, then looks at him in the eye and pushes his hand off her shoulder. And he allows it. Then she walks slowly into the fray. And wait, walks wait a second. up to the, the, the soldiers. Woman push the king's hand off her shoulder? The, no, not the king. It was the guard that was holding oh, on to her. The king's okay. on a horse, or the, the nobleman is on a horse. He's watching this all happen, and his eyes are getting big because he thinks there's going to be a big tussle. And uh, and so now they, they got the man subdued, and he's still struggling, and he has a sword to his throat. And she walks up and looks at the man who put the sword up to his throat, and she grabs the tip of the sword, and she says to the man, stop. And she pulls the sword away. She looks at her husband and says, stop. And he's still struggling. And she leans in and whispers, stop. And then he, she reaches up and pulls the other sword off of the other side of his neck and looks right in the eye of the man while she's doing it. And he lets her pull the sword away. And he, she says to her husband, it's going to be okay. And everybody stopped. The men were ready to kill each other. And she calmly walked in and just touched them, looked them in the eye and said, stop. And they she knew that she wasn't a threat to anybody and nobody wanted to kill her. That's right. where the power comes from. It's right. the, the, the lack of power that yep. gives them power. Yes. Because and you're a lack enough. of power. You have power, but you you don't realize you have. No, but it's a of, different of kind of power. It's yeah. not that physical. I'm going to kill you with my bare fucking hands power, right. Right. which is the the law of the jungle, which is what we're all uh, established on. Is what society is created around. It's what money fucking represents. It's the bigger, more powerful fucking weapon that you can wield in front of anybody to impose your will on them. Right. Okay. However, women didn't historically have that power. They do, however, have that uh, divine feminine, which is going through the piece. Why? Because they can't use force, so they use everything yeah. else. Right. And they have learned to use everything else. Yeah. And in this particular case, she was just she could go in the middle of the battlefield because nobody was going to kill her unless it was like a sword that was swinging at somebody else. And she right, was in the because middle. she was the prize. They were there to get her. So they, well, she yeah. knew that they would not kill her or, or resist her in any way. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. she was safe. And at that yeah. point, you know, she could actually dictate certain rules and make people focus on something other than the bloodshed, the killing and the vengeance and the anger and the rage, which is necessary in the heat of battle. Right. And the good thing is it, 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 for him and for everyone involved was that she had the wherewithal and understanding to know that she was in the power position and could stop this so that nobody got hurt. She so, had the power so, but I also want to point in. out, I also want to point out that later on, after this occurred, and she was bedded by the nobleman, um, that same nobleman killed uh, William Wallace's wife, slit her throat uh, uh, as a show to William Wallace. So, um, so he fucked her and then he killed that, her. William Wallace and he fucked that her and man, killed her, and all of the other. What's that? He fucked her and killed her. 
Uh, no, he didn't. I don't, yeah, they raped his wife and then killed his wife, and then of course raped this girl's wife or this guy's wife and returned her uh, because he was pissed at William Wallace and wanted William Wallace to turn himself in. So William Wallace turned himself in, but what they didn't realize is that everyone in his clan and everyone in the village who witnessed either him killing William Wallace's wife or him taking this other man's wife joined their little band of rebellion, and they stormed that guy's fort. When William Wallace showed up to uh, surrender, it was a Trojan horse. He was literally on horseback, and he had his hands up, but tucked in his long hair that went to his waist was a was a freaking... Um, um, Oh, what is that thing called? Uh, um, not a cat of nine tails, but uh, um, the one that's got the ball and chain, and the ball is like mace. a wrecking ball. Mace, mace. Thank you. He had a mace tucked in his in his freaking kilt. That's fucking. Out. That'll go through armor. <laughs> and he pulled that yeah. sucker off and started wielding it on his horseback and just started clubbing people's heads. And they were. And then he jumped down and and was started fighting them. In fact, he grabbed a deer antler at one point and shoved it through this guy's throat. And everybody came out of everywhere. Well, when they like caught that nobleman, they took him to the post. Right where he had where he had done that to uh, to where he had slit William Wallace's uh, wife's throat, and he walked up and he put him on the post. He looked him in the eye, pulled out a knife, and slit his throat just like he did his wife. Let him bleed out, cleaned his knife off on his cape, and let him die. Then the other nobleman who took that guy's wife, they went to his little castle, uh, his little encampment, and they sacked that one and killed everybody. And then they when they when they walked in, they were wearing the other guy's armor. And they, the guys they just killed, and they used that to sneak in to the other place. And when they walked in, they took their helmets off, and everybody realized they were the Scotsmen in armor. And the nobleman says, I have dispatched a whole regiment that will be returning now. He says, were they dressed like this? Yeah, we got them down the road. Yeah. <laughs> right? So then he says, what do you want? And then the husband, who earlier had been, uh, his wife had been taken in that incident we talked about, he said, do you remember me? He says, well, I'm here to claim the right of a husband. And he took that same weapon and clubbed the man in his skull and killed him, killed him Whoa. dead. And that started and spawned the revolution that freed Scotland at the Battle of Bannockburn a few months later. Well, that's uh, that's a deep story. I love that. And that's why they made a movie out of it. And that's why it's history. Yep. And that's why the Scottish are so fucking, so fucking badass. Um, yes. And they wrote Scot Scotland the Brave after they won their freedom at the Battle of Bannockburn. They became a, a they're now it's a everyone plays it they played in the caledonia club to do the highland games worldwide wherever they land uh and they march in playing scotland the brave and they march out playing scotland the brave melissa's talking about rob roy is that what you're talking about melissa with uh, no but rob roy yeah rob roy yeah, yeah, I, I, I just want yeah. i just wanted to say it is a tremendous pleasure i mean ever since i was like eight nine years old reading about uh, Stonehenge and the Celtic ruins and everything else. I always, and, and also um, Camelot and the round table and everything right. else. So ever since that time, when I was between nine, 10, 11 years old, I've always dreamed of being able to get real British history from Merlin himself. So thank you very much, Leo. This, this is like, yeah. a, well, well, you do realize a childhood you, realization. You, come you true. do realize it just dawned on me. Miguel, you do realize that I have the title of Merlin, right? I know, which is why I mentioned it. <laughs> and Peter, Peter has have more knowledge than I have. Peter's also a Merlin. When you hear him speak, you'll know it. Okay, um, between the two of us, we pretty much know every bit of history, uh, a Celtic, Southern Viking, European uh, history, and most of Northern Europe as well. 
uh, and all their folklore. Uh, but yeah, he he has he's older than I. I think he's older than me. He's probably younger than me. But he has he has more knowledge when it comes to the stuff than I do. Even though, because he's been there, he's lived there his whole life. I'm an yeah. American Irish born American, right? So uh, you know, I'm over here and I have the knowledge that I have. But he's there, so he has the same knowledge I have plus everything that he's there and can you know it's all around him all the time. So, yeah. so he's there's Peter right there. He said he's fifty. Okay, so Peter Peter's younger than me, right? So he's four years younger than me. Uh, but he has way more. He's uh, he's a, he's a, he's a Merlin, way more knowledge than I have. But uh, you know, you know, that's why they call me the history book, right? And it's just because I have a, a good memory, and you know, that's just they I'm used so, to call me the curse. walking encyclopedia. And I had a student of mine call me Professor Google. So yeah, my mom used to call me Professor Precise when I was a kid. <laughs> my grandparents called me Bionic Math, but that's a whole other story. Bionic Math. Bionic. That's funny. So yeah, so there, there, there's you know the Rob Roy like she was talking about was another one where uh, they the uh, Tim Roth played the the antagonist uh, to Liam Neeson, uh, and Liam Neeson was Rob Roy, and uh, they they he came and raped Liam Neeson's wife, killed Liam Neeson's brother, and stole the money that they were going to use to bankroll themselves. Uh, and so in robbing them, they couldn't buy the cattle. And then they owed all kinds of money that they had borrowed. And he did all that on yeah. purpose nefariously to to basically put the foot on the neck of the Scots. And and the Rob Roy and the, and the, the McGregor, it was the Gregor, the clan McGregor uh, that he was uh, attached to. Uh, they were the biggest Scottish Highland clan at the time. And they were taking down non-noble by the way. Uh, and they were taking down um, most of the middle class that they could. And Rob Roy fought back against that and nearly got himself killed. But eventually uh, he fought through all of their bullshit and then fought a duel with uh, Tim Roth's character, uh, who was, I don't remember what his name was, but he fought a duel with him to the death uh, and uh, killed him and won the, his money back and the cattle and uh, and ended up going back home. And then his wife was pregnant and she said, I don't know if it's his or yours. He said, I don't care. All reason yeah. to not be a piece of shit. Yeah. Whatever the genes are. Yep. Because if he, he said, I'll raise him as my son or my daughter, no matter what, what, who's the father is. Why? Because the most important thing he wanted to keep his wife. Um, yes. You know, that's regardless of what happened. Um, yeah. Great movie. Story. True story. Another true story. You guys should check that out. Uh, yeah, both of those movies were excellent, and um, and yeah, it's also good to listen to a Merlin tell those stories. It's it's just and fair, definitely. <laughs> right. Um, right. It's like the shaman telling us about uh, Hopi uh, legends and, and philosophy, and, and that right. Sort of just, yeah, and he can do that, fits. right? Aaron yeah, knows all. Thing, the, he knows what I know. Well, I think we were talking I about. I think we're about the time we can start talking about vibration and frequency and energy and yeah yeah well yeah, there we all. go hey and well, that's uh, where my segue of, was leading i was hoping you guys were catching on to that uh, well see we we've also got uh what's going on was the sacred awakening uh i need to make that one oh, yeah. minute video for you talking about um you know the maslow's pyramid and each one finding their their own purpose and, and duality and, and trying to find a base loving themselves and being able to grow and and become better versions of themselves uh, because everything is, is a challenge that comes from within, not from our expectations of what's without. Uh, and so that was that one little minute clip that I'm going to make for you tomorrow so that we can actually uh, start to put that 
together. Exactly. Yeah, thank you. Sacred Awakening. Um, it's one of the things that, that you were mentioning. You weren't sure if I was going to uh, participate or not in one of the times that, that I heard you talk about it. Um, and yes, I, I do want to participate. Absolutely. And, and that's what I would be doing my hour on is each individual yep. being able to find theirs. And like you said, it's going to be a call in show. It's going to be allowing people to who pay the ticket to come in and interact and find out, okay, you've got a question about this, got a question about that. Yeah. How do you find yours? What is it that resonates with you? What is it that, that, uh, really, uh, irks your fancy? What are the things that you like to do that, that, uh, cause life needs to be pleasurable. Yeah. Work is something that other people don't enjoy doing, but if you actually enjoy doing what others don't enjoy doing, well, that's what you should do. Um, because somebody yep. will pay you for that, for doing what they don't want to do. And that's one of the focuses. Uh, and you find your your own niche, your your own purpose, and your own raison d'etre, and walk that path and go towards it. Once you know uh, where you're supposed to go, everything else just sort of falls in place. Uh, and that's what I want to spend the hour talking to others about during the Sacred Awakening. So uh, I'll do you a one-minute clip tomorrow for awesome. that. And you can right, so out. guys, you have, th you have three months uh, to get your tickets because that's going to be on the solstice. Three, three months? Hold on. It's, that a one's month, in March dude. 19th. You got a, a month, month? A little over one a month. month. Oh, it's one yeah. month. I'm sorry. You one got one month. month to do that. You got that, one month. So, so get your tickets now because you March only got 19th. about 30 days until that, until that yep. event. So we're going to start pushing this hard. I'm going to start doing it as well. I wanted to point out, uh, because he gave me some kudos there, Peter said, uh, and I'll read it for those of you on the MP3 file. He said, over the years, Leonard, uh, he says, you have taught me uh, a lot of knowledge. We're all teachers in, in the eyes of the universe. You just have to read between the lines, right? Dyslexic is uh, informed intelligence. He's dyslexic. That's why he mentioned that. Uh, uh, informed in intelligence, uh, a, a stick gift. That's him speaking to the phone <laughs> gift of knowledge uh so he, he peter is dyslexic so he, uh, he he you know he has to translate everything with his phone uh and have yeah. the phone speak to him and tell him what was being said uh except for when he's listening obviously to the to the non-written word like i'm speaking now uh but thank you peter for that uh, and you know i agree uh you know the teach learn learn teach uh you know over the years our conversations that we've had uh, have taught me a great deal as well. So I, I wanted to point that out. And thank you for, for saying this. Be so humble. He would never say anything other than that. But that's Peter's way, right? Uh, the, you know, the truth is he has taught me a lot. And, I, and I'm honored to think that I have uh, enlightened him in any way uh, over the years yes. of our conversations, right? So that was awesome. Thank you, Peter. Same with me. Yep. Yeah. He made us a wacky video. That was awesome. First, like, that was a great video. Ago. I the laugh. Every time I watch it, I start wall. almost cry. I laugh so hard at that video. That's awesome, videos, man. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Peter's a great support, man. He's always always has been. And whenever right. he's ready, man, he wants to jump out there on the on the big ship with us, man. You're welcome, whatever. Right? So. Yeah. So yeah, um there's a there's a comment there to it says perspective and so that usually right right uh, that's the melissa's right i was just looking at that funny that you say that and we put that up right so, Melissa uh, said she asked what freedom looks to you perspective um what freedom looks like to me yeah uh, we'll see it depends on 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 your perspective of society because from the asian eastern world perspective um freedom is doesn't exist because of society and the plurality is what uh, deems necessary, which is why you had the Harry Carey and the everything else. You're going to commit suicide in order to honor your family because you're a piece of shit. Um, and that individuality is lost in half of the planet. 
Now, whenever you look at the Greek origin of Western civilization, we see the importance of the individual. Because everything from democracy and everything else yep. starts with the individual voice, which means that each individual is important for the responsibility of his community and making things work. So freedom is being able to do things that you want to do. The problem is that we live in a society, and so we have to know what kinds of freedoms are human freedoms, what everybody has the right to. And we could say that everybody has the right to food and clothing, and but those are rights. Are those necessarily freedoms? No. Freedom is, is you being able to be you, your residence. The, the problem is that whenever you're around others, those residences might not inter, might interfere and they might not resonate with each other. In our particular case, there are some things about our residences that are off. Why? Because we're all individuals. Uh, however, yep. there's a grand uh, portion of our residence that kind of melds and and goes in harmony with each other, gets into sync, and we build and feed off of each other. And that's the resonance that you want to build groups and communities around. And within that, you have certain freedoms of what you can do within that community and group. For example, in the world today, you don't have the freedom to say the N-word. Um, however, in certain groups, they do give themselves the freedom, and we have heard it in movies and rap songs and, and comedians and everything else uh, for yep. decades that it has been used in, in one form or another. And those are certain freedoms that can be given by the group that you're in. It's what that group will accept for the individual to be able to express himself. If you want true freedom, you will have to ex extricate yourself completely from society, build your own reality, and then you are free to be you because you are no longer harming or interfering or coming into a negative resonance with someone else's reality, and you have the complete freedom to be you. You know, if I want to go and piss on a tree, I can. I've got a bathroom right there. Why would I? Because it's my fucking tree and I'm free to do so. Nobody can see <laughs> yep. me. Uh, it's not public exposure. It's completely enclosed. So it's up to me or not. And my dad used to tell me, oh, about the stench. Yeah, but it rains every fucking day here. So guess what? It's like, you know, God flushing my toilet the whole time. You know, I, I piss on the tree and it's down in the ground tomorrow morning. Um, you know, and, and it's it's a whole other reality. You're not going to do that in the middle of the fucking desert because you'll stink everything up. Um, so there are other things that, that you need to do. But the freedom is that. What do you want to do? Um, do you want to sing and dance and everything else? Make sure there's you're not going to be bothering somebody else. You want to go fucking sing and dance? Go ahead. You be you. Um, if you want to go around shooting guns, fine. But make sure that you're in a place where nobody's going to be harmed. Make sure you're inside an isolated bunker, you know, with, uh, you know, concrete and everything else to absorb whatever it is that you're shooting at. And then, you know, have your own private little shooting range. Go right the fuck ahead. Be free. Just make sure that you are not interfering with anybody else's right and freedom to be alive. Have a voice. Yeah. Uh, and try and find their own personal destiny. Everyone should have the freedom to find their own personal destiny. Now, I'm sorry, if your personal destiny is to be an assassin, um, there might be barriers to you achieving your goals, and I hope there are many barriers to you achieving your goals. Um, there are certain things that, that should not be uh, looked upon as things that, that are freedoms that you want to do with your life. But those, those are basically what I consider your freedoms, your freedom to choose what is going to be the best version of you, 
which will be in benefit to the larger society. That's basically, you know, what we're here to do. And, and those, that's what I consider yeah. freedom, but it also comes with responsibility. Okay, if I'm going to be pissing on my lawn, well, I'm the one who's mowing my lawn. I'm the one who's pruning my trees. I'm the one who's making sure that, you know, there's water everywhere so that they do grow and so it does wash everything down. And so I'm not just going on pissing somebody else's corner. You know, that's also right. irresponsible. That freedom is not well, necessarily Mike, let me, let me interject here real quick. I wanted, and you'll see why, and I'll let you, then I'll let you uh, continue. I wanted to point out that what Mike just said and everything he's saying he literally said, you know, creating your own uh, space and doing your own thing. And I wanted to point out that that's the Tao Te Ching. Okay. And, uh, and uh, Lao Chi said at the last part of the paragraph, when he was leaving the gate and the guy said, the gate man said, please tell me your philosophy in life so that I can keep it for posterity. And he told him, I'm not going to read the whole paragraph. You can go back into my archives or look it up and read it. But I am going to read you the last, the last part of the paragraph that um, Mike just explained to you. Uh, and he said, the self, the spirit creates illusion. The delusion of man is that reality is not an illusion. And then he goes on to say, one who creates illusion and makes them more real than reality follows the path of the spirit and finds the way to heaven. And that is exactly what Mike was saying. He was literally saying the exact same thing on a level that you guys could understand that's in the year 604 BCE. Uh, the the Jesus character who was here at the same time as the Buddha in the same country, which we believe was the same soul creating in those two people the exact philosophy on and concept of how to wriggle your your soul free and find your way to heaven. And Mike just summed that entirely up in a way that everyone who understands English could understand. And I wanted to point that out. Go ahead, Mike. Thank you, Leo. Um, um, uh... I lost for words now. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that, buddy. That's why no, I let you go as far as I did and didn't stop you when you literally hit at the end of the illusion and create your own space and your own illusion, and then you can be truly free. And I went, oh, my God, I got to tell him what he just did. <laughs> that's because basically that's what I did. Um, there, were, there was so much programming in so many different areas of, of my life for so long. Um, that in, in reality, I needed to be able to find me. Okay. Because I was always a chameleon, always trying to adapt to all these different places, to all these different cultures, to all these different, uh, people and and personalities. Cause my dad was a traveling salesman and he didn't like to leave his family behind. So guess what? I was a traveling salesman's assistant. So I got to meet all these personalities from around the world and sit in on meetings that my God, um, taught me a lot. But at the same time, I always had to be, my dad always said, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Okay, just don't stand out. Just don't do fuck all. Just sit there, be quiet and listen. And I did for decades. Um, because at 23, I was still working with my dad, you know, um, installing machines and, and going and, and trade shows, uh, around the world and, and everything else. It was a lot of fucking fun. My dad's awesome. Um, but the thing is that I adapted to all those situations, but whenever you adapt on a constant basis, you, you lose your own voice. You don't yeah. realize who you are. Uh, and that's what I came here 25 years ago to, to figure out. And it's um, now in two weeks, it's going to be half my life 
will be in this house, uh, in this place, basically, um, the, that I've been building for, for 25 years, and I'm going to be 50 next month. Um, so it's half my life that I've spent in this reality, and it, it's, it's really bizarre. It's not what I ever imagined when I was a kid, but at the same time, uh, it's better than I could have ever dreamed. So uh, God works in mysterious ways, but we need right. to uh, continue to build to be our better selves. And that's one of the reasons why I started my, uh, my channel two years ago is because I realized, um, yeah, great. I'm okay. <laughs> How can everybody like, else? <laughs> Sorry, Me we too. were both Sorry, in the man. control room and we we're both trying to, to highlight something Melissa Mess said. We're going back and forth. Blip, 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 blip. Like, what the hell? Did I just click on that? Why does it keep clicking down to that one? <laughs> okay. That's funny right there, brother. Um, Sorry, Mike. But, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just, no, I just no. started laughing because we realized no, what we're doing. I was trying to figure out what was going on in in, in there, but uh, that was that was a that was a booth mistake. We had a we had a slight uh, malfunction yeah. in the control room. No, no, we were both we were both trying to press a button at the same time for our own from our own control panel. We, we didn't realize it at first. Sometimes usually I'll catch it and I'm like, oh okay, I'll leave it alone. And then all right, I usually do too. But that time I didn't. I was like, what the hell? Didn't I just click on there? How did that happen? <laughs> That's funny, brother. For those of you who are listening on the MP3 file, you can't see what was happening on the screen, but there was comments being made in the chat. And I was highlighting one, and I went to highlight a different one, and Aaron was trying to highlight the one I was just leaving from. And we, and so we were. I clicked on it, and it disappeared, and I went, wait a minute, why is the other one still showing? And I clicked it again, and I looked at the camera, and I saw the look on his face that he did. What the hell was that? He clicked it again. We both looked at each other on the camera and laughed. So those of you who don't know, yeah, what he started happened, laughing. I'm like, oh shit, that's You're right. Yeah. So I looked, I looked on the camera, and he's looking on the camera, and we're both <laughs> laughing. And I went, like, oh, we just did that to each other. So I wanted to explain that because the MP3 file, mm -hmm. you guys don't see that on your screen, where there was conflicting uh, banners popping up on the screen. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> dueling banners, man. Dueling. Dueling banners. Like banners. Yeah. Down, 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 down. No, don't even start that song. Hell no. <laughs> don't even Hell go no. there, bro. Doesn't Get that kill you? You know the banjo player? Doesn't that look a little bit like a young Joe? Squeal Biden? like a pig. Right? Squeal right? like a pig. Right. No. No. Uh, yeah, brother, that was fun. That kid can play the banjo, though. That's why he got the job. He's real. He's blind in real life, and he really does play the banjo really well like that. Yeah. Uh, that I saw kid him. He played was that in part. Big Fish. You remember that movie? He yeah. Was in that I didn't movie, see it, but I he believe. was, huh? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a good movie, man. You should watch it. It's pretty good. Big Fish? I haven't seen that. I'm going to have to take a look yeah, at it. It's, it's really... Uh, philosophical lot of, you know uh, i think you're the second person philosophy. in less than 24 hours to mention that movie big fish better watch consider it, me the third big fish i've actually heard about that they say it's a good movie and it is supposed I'm gonna to be have to, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make a note of it and take a look at it's it, right now. Likes it. make a note of it i'll have to watch it now um right because uh, I've heard about it, and I've heard lots of good. But uh, see, I, I've stopped watching movies, especially over the last five years. Because uh, once you get into to Q stuff, you realize, holy shit, no, I don't want to see that guy. I know what he did. Holy shit, no, no. Yeah, I, you know that that's no, part of the fuck, no. evolution. No, that it? that guy, I don't care how much he's he's a lying motherfucker. No, I don't want to watch. No, and then so little by little, even your your favorite actors and your favorite movies and everything else just sort of falls by the wayside. And yeah, you're it's, I yeah. Just don't want to. When it becomes well, I really quit watching them because when they're just heavily propaganda 
I mean, I just can't watch them. And then you look back on some of them, you're like, whoa, there was a lot of propaganda in that. But yeah, well, see, we never noticed some great before, movies. And, there's still some see, great films. That, what ignorance is bliss at that point, because in right? reality, if you don't know any of that stuff, you can actually because I remember when I was 13, 14 years old during the summer. I would just spend the entire summer in the movies. Why? Because it was air conditioning. And I would go in at the matinee at noon and I would memorize all the, the times, the start times of all the different movies that I wanted to watch. And I just, in my mind, create a little schedule of this movie will be about an hour and a half, hour 45. I'll get out. I'll go to the bathroom for another 10 minutes. And that one will be ready for the other one, which will be in screen six. And I'll go over there. And that one will end at that time. And then I'll go to the bathroom for another 15 minutes. And on screen eight will be this other movie. And I'd go till 10 o'clock at night watching movies i'd watch three four movies in a day um and i did that every day for two summers and so i saw every fucking movie that came out multiple times uh and i loved them that was a whole different reality that, that i lived in than i do now because when i got here i'd watch maybe one two movies every six months now it's been a couple of years since i've seen a movie you know, even on well, that- you know, that happens when you, uh, those of you who are out there listening, when you, as soon as you start doing any kind of shadow work and you start raising your own vibration, um, you will find that it, it doesn't matter what you think your life is like and who it is that you think is around you. As you start to uh, your process of ascension, um, you're going to find that everything about yourself and what you thought was your reality is going to change your likes, your dislikes, the food you eat, the people that you associate with. You're going to gravitate towards a different group of people than than you're with now. And some of those people will come with you, but you're going to find and, and you're going to have to admit to yourself that you're outgrowing some people who you didn't think you were going to outgrow. Absolutely. That happens naturally. And sometimes it's surprising. Right. I was just working with a, a friend of mine who uh, literally. Uh, met this guy or she's known this guy for like 20 years they worked together but they were never uh they were never dated but there was always sexual tension and they both recently uh became available so in the last year they decided to maybe give it a go and at first things were fine and everything was going well but they both had to do some uh soul searching and shadow work and they knew that so um so the girl was was starting to work on herself and as she started working on herself the guy distanced himself from her and eventually cut her off completely and didn't even want to speak to her anymore these people that were friends for 20 years and she came to me and said what am i doing wrong and i said you're not doing anything wrong what's happening is that you are have been doing shadow work and he saw that you were starting to do that and it's obvious from his actions that there was only two reasons for him to do what he has done one was that he was nefarious and he was in service to self from the beginning, which I don't believe because I know him and I met him. And the other is that he's a coward and he doesn't want, he's afraid to do his own shadow work at this point. He's still coming from that place of fear. And now his loathing for you is because every time he talks to you or is around you, it's a reminder to himself that, that he he's not doing right choice. work. Yeah. And he's not making the right choice. So now he's lashing out from a place of fear and becoming aggressive and telling you, I don't want to be around you with your dark cloud. And I hope I never see you again because it's him 
that's the problem. And he's reflecting upon you, his anger and fear and cowardice of his own uh, psyche. And she was like, I didn't think of it that way. And I said, well, that's what I'm here for, right. Is to help you with that. And I said, but I could be wrong. So you take what I've said as a, a, with a grain of salt and see if that's advice that you want to agree with. So she went to her counselor that she's paying and the counselor said the same thing, came back and said to her, you're outgrowing him. And he sees that. And so he's flashing out. And then yeah. she went to her friends, uh, a couple of friends that she trusts and, and asked them. And they said the same thing. And she was like, okay, so everybody already knew this and I didn't. Okay, I have some more work to do. But at least I caught that. And I said, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Not knowing, well, you, you know. Well, see, the thing is, she was in a comfortable situation. And she wasn't used to the fact that, yes, that does absolutely happen. Uh, yeah. People do outgrow each other. And then that's normal. You get into residences that don't necessarily mesh and, and well, and over the years However, I've worked with, and I think Aaron has too many people, in fact, I know Aaron has many people who um, in this industry, it really sucks, but a lot of the people we work with, they're married to somebody and then they start their ascension and they are leaving their spouse behind and their spouse is trying to hold them back and they end up divorced. A lot of that has happened. I don't know how many people I've worked with, men and women, where they start down this journey and it turns out their partner is not ready to do that. And then they end up having a divorce or breaking up. It's not always happening, but there's a, you know, there's probably 25% of all the people that do this, that you find that they realize they're married to the wrong person yeah, because well, um, of their soul searching and them raising their vibration where the other one's staying left behind. Yeah. Well, see, that's, that's the whole thing. Whenever we, we jump into those things sometimes and, and you're what on your, your third Leo. What's that? You're on your third? Third? My wife? No. I'm out. I just ended my second. <laughs> you ended your second. Okay. So yeah. you're looking for your third. Hey, Leo's looking for yeah. his third. Yeah. Um, and my my uh, brother-in-law just <laughs> married his third, uh, although he was a, a widower uh, two times. So, you know, it, he's got legitimate reasons, I guess. Uh, my dad's on his second and, and that sort of shit. Um, so it, that, that number t ends up being relatively irrelevant. Uh, people make decisions in certain times. Um, yeah, so Tanya says, we put that up on the screen. I'll read it to while Mike's reading uh, it. Sorry, yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> yes, I, I got married. Tanya, Tanya said, Tanya Wooten said, yes, I, I got married at 15 and, and uh, well over 15 or 12 years became two different people. Great guy. He was very bad, ob obsessive. But yeah, he abusive, he abusive, abusive, obsessive. I'm sorry, abusive. And yes, he changed, changed interests and friends and he just hadn't matured. And that's what happens. And so obviously she had and he, he hadn't. Yeah, and well, then, see, the know, thing is, she got married at 15. So first of all, at 15, you, they're, they're, you got no business unless you're in the 1500s to be right. getting married at 15. All right. right. Uh, so, so yeah, your, if your, your life expectancy is only about 32, getting married at 15 is a good idea. But when your life expectancy hey. is 95, getting married at 15 is, is not good. Yeah, although uh, the, the current standards of getting, you know, married and having kids at 33, 35 is also um, bad because you have a limited maybe one, maybe two, maybe none. Because yeah. if you get started too late, I'm sorry, there is a clock, not just for women, for men as well. Because as we get older, our children have a higher propensity to get schizophrenia and other diseases because uh, 
yeah, we generate every day, but the factory wears out. Know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, theirs are there from the day that they're born. Um, so they wear out as well. Everything's got a time. And so there's a timing involved. And that requires a certain level of, of uh, introspection, a little bit of responsibility, and a little bit of foresight, and a little bit of being able to see and understand. And that's hard at those ages to understand what your true life purpose and meaning is going to be because they can't see past college. Right. Much less, right. you know, uh, to 90 years of age yeah. now, because I was surrounded by people that were older. I had the benefit of doing that. And because I was raised by my great grandmother in, in the large part, and she was 72 whenever, you know, she was making macaroni and cheese and hamburgers for me. Um, right. I learned a lot of patient, a lot of, wow. Okay. So she wasn't always this old bitty. She used to be 16. And she used to be voluptuous and, and you know, beloved by many and, and that sort of thing. How did things change? Uh, and you hear their life stories and, and how she used to go to the beach on a, on a horse and buggy, you know, and it used to take her a week to where now it takes us two and a half hours um, to get to the same place. Um, my grandmother used to take her an entire day to go through the mountains and everything else. They still did it on, on horseback and some street, uh, cars, but the roads were mountainous and everything else. And now in the 1990s, they built a super highway that did what in my childhood and my dad's childhood is five hour trip from Mexico city to Acapulco. Uh, now is a two and a half hour trip. So what my great grandmother used to take a week to do, and my grandmother took more than 24 hours to do. Now you do two and a half hours. Right. And so there's this this natural evolution. If you can actually see that entire story come together while these different people are telling you about these things, then you get a deeper perspective of what reality means. And from a very early age, I had that. Okay, so I want to know who I'm going to be when I'm 72. When I'm remembering my life and trying telling other people who I was, who am I going to be? Who do I want to be remembered as? And that's something that that has driven me my entire life. And, you know, two years ago, I decided to start my my podcast because, hey, I'm getting on 50. I got to the things that that I wanted to. I know I'm not a millionaire. I'm not rich. I'm not, you know, I'm. My life's kind of fucked up, actually, but on uncertain, <laughs> on certain terms, you know, I, I reached those those objectives that I had. Now, I, I should have had more details in those objectives, but, you know, we, we all learn and, and, and grow. And that's what I wanted to re- write my book about. And that's what I wanted to start my channel about. But the first 12 episodes or, or almost 20 episodes that are about basically my book got like 20 views. Um, and having interactions with multiple people, um, I have helped many different channels, many, um, three different channels grow, uh, Jacobs, y'all's and, and mine, uh, obviously now that I'm uh, doing the Q news and, and everything else, little by little baby steps, but I'm always trying to help people expand their understanding and awareness of what is around them of what life really is. And how they can improve their own realities and make their life better because it's not dependent on anybody else. It's dependent on you and what you're right. willing to do to make your life better. Right. Sorry. Well, I, welcome, I Teresa. There's Teresa saying hi there. Welcome, Teresa. Okay. Um, so, I yeah, Tanya good, Tanya, good for you that, that you ended up leaving him. And, and she put that, you know, you're putting yourself out there telling that story. So, I'm, I'm going to put it up and tell people because I'm oh, very absolutely. proud of you. You got to defend your kids. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Very proud of you to, um, to be uh, big enough to say that in public, right? Because that's very personal. Um, and Tanya said that, you know, they had a child. And I always said that if he abused him one time, I was going to leave. 
Uh, so he sucker punched her with her son in her arms, right? So when she hit the wall, the corner of the wall was knocked out unconscious. When she woke up, she saw her baby crying uh, and a huge red mark on his face. So I left the next morning and my son and I slept in the woods off the dirt road till I could sneak out and establish a new life. So I'm, I'm proud of you for doing that. You're a very Absolutely. strong woman. Uh, very to, strong. That, that must have been very scary to do. Uh, and that took a lot of guts to do that. It shows that you don't fuck with a mama bear, right? So I'm glad that you did that. I'm glad you got away from that deadbeat and that, uh, you know, you're not in that uh, position anymore. Uh, and say that was what Miguel was referring to earlier, Aaron and myself, when we were talking about <laughs> the recognition of our power, going back to Joe Rogan and his recognition of his power, going back to the, the truckers across the, all the world now. that are We didn't even talk family. about the truckers tonight. Holy yeah, shit. Well, we, a little we, bit. we talked about GoFundMe. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it for a bit. No, 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 no. Um, Fuck GoFundMe. Give this is an Sin ongoing go. saga, dude. This is an epic saga. So don't give worry. Go. Yeah, not, not GoFundMe. Those of you out there who, if you have a GoFundMe yeah. account or you're uh, telling people Close how it. Close give it. Give Send and, Go. Give Send Go. go to them because right we need to tell GoFundMe by hitting their pocketbook that we don't agree with their bullshit politics that they tried to enact uh, on the truckers of Canada. And Which one should we use? I don't. Uh, Mike remembers it. Which one? It, it's what is it called? Gives, go what? Give, give, send, go. Give, give send, send, go. Give, send, yes, that go. One out if it's, you want to start a, uh... it's a Christian-based organization, so you know they've they've been you know. Right oh, up Teresa there. got here late. Let me explain to Teresa. Teresa, the truckers of Canada uh, have uh, rebelled against this whole lockdown, and they started a convoy. Uh, the Canadian government called them terrorists and went and stole their gasoline because what they did was they went to Ottawa, which is the capital of Canada, and they parked in the snow. And they're honking their horns all day long. And there's hundreds, hundreds no, and hundreds pretty. of, what's that? She stays pretty updated. I don't know. Maybe she well, doesn't she said know. why. So I, that's why I'm yeah, yeah, And okay. so they started a GoFundMe page for the truckers so that they could make money so they could stay there in protest. The people of the world were donating money on, Go, on GoFundMe. More than $10 million. And they had, yeah, 10 yeah million. they had millions. They had $10 million. And the, the government <laughs> of Canada... Uh, uh, said to go, to go fund me to to take it down. So they confiscated the money that was freely given by people around the world, donated, and they said they were going to give the money to whatever charity they felt like, but not the truckers because they're trying to stop them. That got the truckers of America starting a convoy going to the to the United States capital, and also almost every free country on the planet: Belgium, Germany, uh, France. What, what else do we say, Holland, guys? Holland. Holland. Uh, they're all. They Australia have truckers. Australia is trying to get Australia one. Australia is trying to do it. So, so that started this revolution or continued the movement that is around the world. And so now they set up uh, with that other platform uh, to donate money to, and I can't remember the name of it, say it again, Mike. Give, send, go. Give, send, go. And now they already have another $10 million in the coffers there. And because of the heat that everybody put on GoFundMe, GoFundMe backed off and said, okay, wait, 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 wait. We're just going to return all the money to whoever donated it. And sorry, but it's too late, GoFundMe. You chose your side. You climbed across that line in the sand and went now to the other side. Now you got two state governors that are filing fraud charges. And now you got two state governments filing fraud charges against you for it. And I hope you burn for it. And Zuckerberg, you're on notice too. And so is Google. And so is Amazon. We're coming uh, thank you. you thank you, Norma, for putting that in chat. I okay. appreciate that. We needed to actually put that. Oh, right. And Peter reminded me, Ireland as well. Ireland is also starting a, yes. a trucker movement. So the people of the world are starting to recognize 
recognize their power and they're starting to stand up and in their pocketbook is the way to hit them. So you have Spotify bear, you know, you guys boycott Spotify, right? Just boycott there because they want to get rid of Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, leave the company, go and take the go million Rumble. dollars, go to Rumble. Rumble. Go to I'm Rumble. I'm putting my videos on Rumble. I'm already there. Uh, if all of us, if all of us do that and boycott these platforms and go to these other platforms, the world is going to split the way the United States is split in free states and occupied states. And so these companies, the corporations have to know that if we take it, like Mike was saying before, by being complacent, we're allowing them the power and we're giving it to them. And when we don't do anything about it, they take more power from us. So you guys have to recognize the power that we have with our pocketbooks, with our voices. When we stand up, they have to listen. And if they don't, we'll park our freaking trucks in the middle of their fucking White House and we'll honk the horn we'll until they come out. Own. And if they come out, they can't. And then, of course, the government over there said, we're going to send the cops. The cops said, we're not doing anything. They said, then we're going to send the military. And the Canadian military said, no, this is not our fight. We're not doing that. Yep. Good for them. Good for them. Okay. Uh, and see, the thing is right now, see, some cops are actually doing it and they're being kind of brutal there. There was a video that I saw today on, on Luke Rudinkowski um, to where the cop actually backed into the bumper of a guy and said, oh, you crashed into me. And they arrested the guy. OK, they took him out of the, his pickup violently and they arrested right. the old guy and uh, an older guy, you know, said, well, I don't have it. You don't. And the guy filming said, you don't have to show them that we're in Canada. You don't need to show your documents in order to be walking around. The cop asked him for his document. He walked away. The cop wrestled this old guy to the ground. And then, I mean, what, a 25 year old kid wrestling somebody who was 78. Looked right. like he was bordering on 80. Yeah, that's real fucking easy, asswipe. And he that was one of the two truckers that were arrested for not showing ID. Right. Okay. I just Throughout saw film footage. Thing. I saw film footage where they were trying to get this guy in the semi and he was driving. It was a truck and they were in Canada and they were filming this guy. And he walks up as the guy's moving through the snow, like going less than a half a mile an hour, mind you. The guy walks up, puts himself in in and acts like he gets run over by the truck, touches the front of the truck, and then draws the foul better than any NFL star, uh, uh, NBA star I've ever seen Soccer in my life. Foul. Draw, drawing the foul. He, he, oh, 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 and then he falls down and lays sprawled out like as if they're going to put a, you know, a, you know how they have always draw the drawing of the body. And, of course, he has the legs spread out, the arms spread out like the Vitruvian man laying there like he's dead acting like he had just gotten run over so bad that he's unconscious and people were laughing at him and they're going, Oh, look at him. He's faking it. Look at him playing possum because, because the, the amount of speed that truck had well, couldn't have killed an ant if it had run it over. Okay. It would give the ant time to get away. There's no way that they wasn't moving fast at all. I mean, they're, no, that's well, the whole fucking purpose, but yeah. see, they're, they're all liars and, and yeah. that's what they live off of. And that's what they thrive off of. And that's what they're using for two and a half yeah. years is an entire fucking bag of lies. Yep. And, you know, there's this thing about, oh, they're going to do a fantastic Freddy over there in Ukraine in order for the, to justify their, no, that's them doing something beforehand, you know, trying to justify their own stupid shit. Why? Because the entire fucking world is doing drills all over the goddamn place. And we got people getting together that we don't need to be getting together. Um, you know, we, we sold weapons to India, but they've been doing drills with China and Russia in the Indian Ocean. So, um, yeah, not sure what's going to be going on there. 
that's why in the end you need to focus on your community. Fuck all this global bullshit. Let all those motherfuckers kill themselves. You focus on you, your community, getting your shit sustainable so that when the man comes fucking knocking, you don't have to kneel because you got the shit that you need to not fucking kneel. Right. And so Mike's right, because what they're trying to do is centralize everything, guys. So they've they've pretty much done that in most countries to where you're you're relying on them on them uh, not turning you off. They have all your and money. Surveil. Their they they and they surveil. They want to surveil us and surveil. Right. Well, well and, we got the ESK, which is the credit score. You have to go to the store to get food. You have to have power that you have to pay a, a company to get. Everything that you have going on in your life right now is them selling you fear. You just don't realize it consciously because they're taking away your power. And subconsciously, you're aware of this. Because if the you government should. gets mad, then they have this specter above your head that it says, in, hey, you know what? You do what I tell you to do or I'm going to turn off your food, your money, your power, your water. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. I'm going to erase all of your stuff. But the truth is... I wrote a book about this fucking shit. The truth <laughs> is, okay, the truth is you don't need money or them to survive on this planet if you learn the right skills. This is what Mike is talking about. And what Aaron said it's talking about as well. With creating your own reality, you have to take control of your environment and your reality so that when the government says, I'm going to turn you off, you go, go ahead, bitch. You got nothing I want. Because you can then, if they do turn you off, you know how to take care of yourself as if you were out in a campground. Okay. Exactly. And how to right. survive and live there. If you've ever gone camping in your life, you can survive this planet without the government. You don't need well, you this gotta eat. jungle to survive. You just need to eat. You need to have water. You need to have shelter. And you need to have fire. That's the four basic food. I mean, I just went that's and- what we're going to do on the pop project for <laughs> lot three. I mean, that's, right. that's yeah. the entire idea of one yep. lot. You do you. You can survive shit. And if you've got neighbors that are doing the same thing, all of y'all are a community yep. full of fucking food that you can actually sell to others if you want to. Or right. you just yeah. a freaking smorgasbord. Right. Because you know, everybody's getting together, you know, to be better. And I wrote two books. I wrote, I've actually written three books, but two books that are that you would be interested in that would that would cover these topics that we're talking about here. Let me grab them and I'll put them on the screen for you. OK, so <clears throat> so the, the first book. OK, let's go with this one first, because we're talking about prepping. All right. So this book, Prepping uh, first, Prepping Slash Survival for Beginners, that's my book. There's my name right there. You can't see it, but it's there. It's my name. Got my picture on the back of it. Woohoo! Yay, okay. So this right. one will teach you how to do here. this off-the-grid stuff that Mike is referring to. And then I have this one here, which I was going to make part of this book at the time, but split it out because some people that want to know about finances don't want to know about prepping, and the preppers will buy both. And this one is, is uh, How to Get Out of Debt, Surviving in the 21st Century. Uh, this one talks about global banking and the corruption of global banking uh, and uh, how to. Uh, how to many pages are each one of those? They're not that much. They're, they're no, like, just look at the back page. Page. No, no, no. Just, just look to the back page books. and see what the last number is. On this, one's one. this one's only 124 pages long. This Perfect. one's even That's less. Short. Right. It's, they're short. These two are short because they're very t- precise to the point. I don't, there's no time. I don't waste time talking, uh, you know, yarns like I do now, you know, in the book. Spinning I'm on. This one's only 80 pages. There is no spinning of yarns. There, it's very oh, directed to the point. 
those those are quick. Um, Quick, easy reads, uh, and it'll explain exactly what Mike was talking about, uh, setting up that little ecosystem uh, for yourself to where you can live off the grid, literally in a a uh, self-sustaining, completely uh, uh, self-sustaining, renewable resources that you can live off the land just like anyone else did. And you don't need to have this big plantation or a big farm. You can do it in a, in a small space in a backyard. We were doing it in Arizona and in pools. Well, you know, we're, you know, you have a drought there. So people were draining their pools. So we started building, taking the pool itself, pardon me. And building an ecosystem uh, for sustainable fishery and sustainable hatchery for uh, chickens and uh, eggs and food uh, and uh, a goat or, you know, something small that can give milk uh, and uh, growing like tilapia. It depends on where in the world you are. Uh, We're up here in the United States. We were doing it and we're too far north from tilapia, so we're growing bass in there. Uh, freshwater fish, but if that is, it would t- I tell about that in that book, and, and you can see videos on it on YouTube as well that I did on the on that all that prepping and stuff like that. But it helps you to be prepared. If none of that happens and society doesn't yeah. collapse and there isn't a calamity of any kind, it it is good for you to have the knowledge. The knowledge itself of what Mike's talking about is freedom in and of itself, because when you have the knowledge of of, of the ability. To not be stuck on their system, your mindset changes, and the way you look at yes. them changes because you realize you create you have more power. freedom for yourself and yeah. the people that yeah. are involved and in your life. You yeah. create more freedom, yeah, by doing yeah. that, by sustaining, being more self-sustainable, looking at yourself, looking at your faults, and how can you get better. Being able to take care of yourself, it true independence means being able to take care of yourself. Do you know how to? Right. Help? build a fire and you, you cannot be free unless you are independent right if you are dependent like you are simple not free. things though that we a lot of us haven't been taught or haven't you know people in the bigger cities don't know how to build a fire out in the right. woods you know they, they right <clears throat> i mean i was raised hunting well like, sorry I, I I've, I've, always got, I've always got my i've always got my lighter near me so there you I, go yeah I, and you know what and that's why i said if you're stuck somewhere and you don't have a fucking at least one bic lighter or one lighter yep. somewhere Yep. You're an idiot. But if but just in case, matches, you know, yeah. learn learn how how to I, you know what? I buy them in bulk. I was looking around because I thought I had it on my desk. I, ba- I have a bag full of my buy them like 10 at a time, right? Big lighters. And I put them in everything. Okay. And because I carry around a satchel, people look at me like I have a big man purse. And inside that satchel, the only thing I don't have in there is a gun. Right? <laughs> it's a bug yeah. out bag and it's my office. Right. So, uh, you know, literally uh, in my pockets at all times right now, in my pockets, I have. I have bottle openers on my keychain. I have a bottle opener. I have a, a, what is called a, a P38. It's a little, a, the army used to issue a little can opener that goes on your key ring that, that has a little uh, swing out, uh, a sharp uh, door on it with a hook coming down. And you put that on the can, it has a little slit in the side so you can hook it on the, top, on the can. And you grab that sucker and you torque on it. And it takes you about 10 minutes, but you can open up any can with that to get to food and it's and it folds up and it's on your keychain goes in your pocket man there's that's things like a, that's small like a things. swiss but that's like a swiss army knife that's like uh, a swiss army this. knife right i, I have those, those too things. i have those yeah, i have exactly. one in my medical kit i have one in my bug out bag i have one in my satchel and i have and i have altoid tins and i make a bug out little bug out packs out of an Altoid tin and pack them. There's a video you can see if you go to my YouTube channel and scroll back to 2016, uh, you'll see that I have a, a, a little bug out pack, mini bug out pack that you can put in your pocket. I have these in my, in my car and in, in the glove box. I put them in everything because there's only this big. You can put it in your back pocket. I also made a mini um, 
uh, uh, medical kit that was only about this big. That's also on that video. And this little orange clam uh, that opens up, and you can put that in your pocket. You, it's not, you can't do surgery with that stuff, but you can seriously take care of almost anything. And these are just two small items that you could carry with you in your pockets at all times and not even weigh you down, including a lighter. Look, yeah, he's got, there you go, multi-tool. Right. And it's got screwdrivers. It's got a corkscrew to open a bottle of wine. You got to love the Swiss. Got to put that in there. Right. I'll be able to open a bottle of wine. Right. <laughs> right. And it's got everything in there, little screwdrivers and it's got little can openers and it's got a pocket knife and it's got a fingernail file and it's got scissors and you name it. Those little those little doohickeys have those things are a dollar two ninety eight. You get them. They don't weigh much. They weigh a pound, maybe half a pound. Put them in your pocket. Put them in your bug out packs. There's the scissors. Never... I found the scissors. There you go. I knew they were in there, brother. The scissors are badass. Look at that. Little scissors. And those are sharp as heck. Yeah. Oh, those yeah. Work, dude. Good for sewing. Right? So, you know, this kind of stuff. Good if for nothing sewing. Ever yeah, happens... you got to have clothes. I mean, holy shit. Yeah, right? you're right. So, yeah, so if nothing ever happens, being prepared for something is, you know, my, the military motto in, in America and the Army is uh, be prepared for the worst. You know, hope for the best, but be prepared for the worst. So well, that, that's, so, uh, that's it, the Boy Scouts, too, isn't it? Yeah, they, they start you at a young age. All survivalists start with that motto, that creed, oh, right? You, you know, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. So if you're being pre if you're prepared, it's my point bitty. is the foundation. The, the foundation of your belief system is different when you are know that you can be self-sufficient and live off the grid. I don't have to and I don't want to. But if that happens, I know that I will be just fine and survive because I have the tools. Therefore, my perspective towards this whole communistic attitude and fear of they can take away all your shit, bro, and you won't have anything is not really in the forefront of my mind because I have what it takes and I have the knowledge to be I able have to survive. what I need. I don't need I this need. shit. Right. Right. So, so what happens is guys like Aaron, guys like, you know, like Mike, myself, we are on here talking from a defiant place. Why? Because we know they don't got nothing for us. They yeah. turn me off. You know how many people in America have already done that? Like around the world, how many people are homeless? Some of those people are not just cuckoo in the head, cuckoo right. chew people. 90% of those people are defiant and they're going, you got nothing for me, bro. Yeah, there's many people that choose that would rather just yep. be homeless than, than deal with. Yeah, the yeah, problem is they need to, but, when there's I was lots of, but there's tons of land. That's yeah. the whole thing. They're homeless in the big cities. They need yeah. to get the fuck out of those places and right. find. I mean, that's how the West was won. Because right. people that were homeless in the East, they Went decided west. to grab all their shit, pack it yep. up, and go the fuck out West because there was something. And eventually they got to fucking California. And in the meantime, they right. made the U.S. great because we got yep. spring, uh, Springfield and we've got uh, – Springfield, yep. Missouri is what I'm thinking about. Right, right. You got Oklahoma City. You got Dallas. You got Houston. Yep. You, you got Louisiana. You got San Diego. You got Sacramento. You got yep. – well, that's there in California. Uh, right, right. You got St. Louis and, and you got Chicago and you got – I mean all these – Cleveland, okay. I've been there. That's why I mentioned it. Um, right, but right. Uh, you got places uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, that sort of thing. We yeah. got towns, big ass fucking towns, all across the U.S. Why? Because oh, yeah. people yeah. fled the big cities and the big centers, and they tried to create their new reality, and that's what made America great. Because and they were not living by another's leave in doing exactly. So. They left. They found their own fucking yes. land and they built their own reality. Right. That's yeah. what they did. 
Well, just the, the whole culture of uh, America being uh, coming here was the same. They left the, the old world because of the tyranny, came to America, and then the tyranny followed. So they left from yep. the tyranny here in America and went west. The problem exactly. was the tyranny kept following them everywhere they went. And here they well, are because back. wherever human beings <laughs> want to control others, you will have tyranny. Yeah. And whoever yes. has yeah. more money will end up dominating over time. Uh, right. Melissa said because they were brave enough to do it. And right. she's absolutely right. We yeah. don't have the, the, the bravery to to do that nowadays we're afraid because oh my god they're you know, I'm, I'm on the hook for 30 years for my mortgage my car you know i've got five years to still pay off i can't lose my job i gotta do what my fucking boss tells me because i got fucking bills to pay right you're a slave to the system you are not free you are right. dependent on them yep. when you are able to be independent yeah. you are truly free until then somebody's gonna own your shit Yep. Yeah. So well, it's, and really, your I mean, power. Go ahead, Aaron. Go ahead, brother. Well, just I mean, I was listening to you guys. Sorry, I went out for a smoke. But um, no, that's right. <laughs> I was listening to you know about our forefathers or whatever. That's my studios you know, outside, so I smoke the rights and the Constitution. Really, those were God given. Those were rights when we were born. It, it had nothing to do with. Yep. I mean, they 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 because that really is just a promise to yourself and a promise to each other that you're going to protect those. But those yep. are. Those are with when your being is created, that's your freedom. That's fundamental you have that freedom. You have to fight for everybody, it. Every human you know, being pre- should have. Right. They are not God given. They are fundamental rights that every human yes. being should have. And we recognize yep. that. And it should continue to be recognized. Correct. Yep. And forcibly taken if taken from you. And if they have the right. appearance that they're taking it from you, you need to stop that and you need to take it back. And a lot of it them, is I have the power. I am the power. Fear based mind control is is like it's just mind control. It's not they're not doing anything to you other than scaring you. I like try to tell people selling you fear. Yeah. When they tell me that they're dealing with demons, and I'm like, you know, yeah, but demons are a lower life form. So Right. If you're dealt with, you're dealing with a demon. There's no demon that's going to take you over. They're, they come from lower dimensions. Right. So they're unless yeah. you let them, it's kind of like inviting the vampire into the house until you invite yep. that vampire into the house, into your being, into your freedom. They're not. They can't really do shit. Even if they did throw right. you away and put you in prison, you have freedom. You still have freedom. But that's not yep. going to happen to most people. And if right. most people just stood up and said, you know what, I'm just going to go about my business. And there are some. There's resistance, of course. You're gonna you're gonna be met with. However, you can continue to fight for your freedom, and it's not that hard. You just have to be able to admit that you, that it's tr- that somebody's trying to take it away and stand up for it. Right. You got to recognize that your freedoms yep. are gone. You yep, got to yep. be able to recognize that. Wait, I, I no, I don't agree with that. I don't want to lie to. Well, people. see now. Here's a, here's in, in the crowd here. Let's see if I can get that. You were trying to okay. put that up once you're Aaron. I was putting it up. You were putting it up. <laughs> You clicked on it because I clicked on it and it didn't go up. So we, you went up and then I went down. Okay, so so uh, Anne says, what rights do you feel that you've lost? Well, I, I would say my, me, I haven't lost any rights. <laughs> the reason I say that is because I took them back. Uh, but right. I would I would suggest uh, that that's something for each individual person. So no, I'm no, no, hoping hold that on, that was what you No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We can actually go. There is a... 10 there is a list of 10 well see, then, then she followed up with are, what what freedoms have been taken so then, okay that's ahead, exactly right. where, where we're going to go we've yeah. got 10 right. human rights and and i can pull it up right now on on uh all right uh you should, human rights. Yeah. all right so I mean, and she we'll might be, be 
Universal Declaration of Human Rights from the United Nations, which in fact is from the United Nations. Okay, I'm on the United Nations website. But in fact, it is taken from the first 10 amendments to the U.S. Constitution, which were placed in there in order to be able to sign the Constitution because they would not sign unless these 10 amendments were placed together with the foundation of the United States of America in 1776, actually 1789, when the Constitution was signed. Right, okay. it was started in, in 1776. 76. That was yeah. the independence. However, the Constitution yeah. was 1789, uh, and the it was 10, ratified um, in 1789. Go ahead. The first ten amendments were taken up by the United Nations as the ten human ones. So, Article One: All human beings are born free and equal in dignity and rights. All right, Article Two. Everyone is entitled to all the rights and freedoms set forth in this declaration without distinction of any kind, such as race, color, sex, language, religion, political or other opinion, national or social or origin, property, birth, or other status. Furthermore, no distinction shall be made on the basis of the political, jurisdictional, or international status of the country or territory to which a person belongs, whether it be independent, trust, non-self-governing, or, or under any other limitation of sovereignty. Okay, that's bizarre. That was from uh, United Nations. I should have been reading the first 10 amendments. But anyway, <laughs> Article 3 of the United Nations. Everyone has the right to life, liberty, and security of person. Okay. Life, liberty, and security of person. Four, uh, no one shall be held in slavery or servitude. Slavery and the slave trade shall be prohibited in all their forms. We see that in Libya right now going on. And who's to say that we are not debt slaves today? Because we assume a certain level of debt and then we are slaves to a system. Well, to in, my, in my book, I, 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 I draw that out. In my book, I tell you that you're not, you, our slave chain is debt in, in this modern day. Exactly. And yeah. Article 4 of the Human Rights Declaration of the United Nations, UN.org, uh, Declaration of Human Rights. I'm reading from their fucking webpage. Yeah. No one shall be held in slavery. Yes, we know they're corrupt. We definitely know they're corrupt, but this is their own words. These are their own fucking words. Right. So Article 5, no one shall be subjected to torture or cruel, inhumane or... Yeah. I want to put this up, what she said, so that you guys can see that. And yeah, and so you're absolutely right, Teresa. This goes without saying, right? She said the United Nations are very corrupt, my dear friend. Yeah, you used to work there, right? And uh, uh, they're knee-deep in criminal activity. We This goes without saying. We know, right? we know that. We know that. We know that. Follow the bankers and you'll know who's behind it all. Absolutely. Yep. However, no one shall be subject to torture, cruel, inhumane, or hold on, here's a caveat, or degrading treatment or punishment. What is China doing during the Olympics right now? What is being done to people around the entire yeah. world? Except the that one girl from degrading. Iran, dude. That I'm one girl from Iran didn't wear a mask. I, Seriously? I watched a single thing of the Olympics. Yeah. I'm boycotting it completely. I, I didn't watch it either. I'm not watching it either. Yeah. And I used to love watching it, but then I'm I like, watched the Olympics religiously. I yeah. love the Olympics. I love any kind of uh, competition between humans. I love watching that because of the skill that, that is so impressive that people can rise I themselves to the level of. So I love watching the Olympics and what it stands for. It's supposed to be non-political. It's supposed to be all right. humans on the planet, the best and the elite of the elite that uh, athletes coming together to show their prowess to the world. And then here we have a country who is enslaving 
a whole a whole race of people that are hosting this and forcing people against their will to live a certain way and uh, under a tyrannical rule. And I'm supposed to pretend that the Olympics, which is the anti all of that, is being held there and watch it and pretend that the people that are putting it on aren't the absolute enemy to the mindset of freedom. And I'm supposed to just watch that and say, let's give them all kinds of money and credit and, and cash for all the commercials and all the crap that they're going to get. No, yeah. I'm not that person. I, you are never going to hear anything that sounds like coming out of this man's now, mouth. Hold on. There's, there's something about the Olympics because I haven't watched it. However, there are clips about it because it's news and, and I do get involved with news and everything else. That's what I fucking do. Anyway. Um, there's an image of the skiing long jump. So you got this huge ass fucking ramp that comes down and you, and they've got, you know, the world records and they put out another 20, 40 yards, whatever. And they build it up to make sure that all that is snow capped and everything else. And the cameras capture all that white going down the sled and everything else. There's another image to where they take it further out. That, that ski jump was made from an old steel mill that is no longer being used. In the background, you've got two nuclear reactors with their um, uh, cooling towers in the background. Everything's fucking brown because it's an industrial zone, and the only thing white is this fucking ski jump. Right. And whenever I'm used to watching, when I was a child, the Winter Olympics, well, it was because you were in the middle of the Alps or you were in Breckenridge or right, somewhere yeah. to where right. you had a natural ski slope and you had those things because people were doing them. Okay. It was the sport and how it was developed and in its natural environment to how you can deal with nature and reality around you. That's what the Greeks did because yeah. the, the Olympic Games were to find out who was able to deal with the difficulties. The javelin throw was for you to fucking hunt. Motherfucker, yep. it's for you to throw that javelin and kill something where you want to fucking yeah, throw kill it. a pig, a rabbit, a whatever, a take down a deer. Absolutely. Yeah. And who was the better hunter? Pliable. Yeah, pliable exactly. skills. Yep. Things that, that made people great. And that's what we wanted to recognize in the athletic games of Olympia. The greatest yeah. would go up with the gods. Yeah. And everybody did it naked. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. yeah back in the day, the it. Greeks, when they did it, they all did it naked. Absolutely. Because you don't yeah, need wrestling around you. everything. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, nowadays we've just distorted that. Wrestling naked is on right. Pornhub. So Anne, Anne made a really so... good point. She says Sarah, it's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible to regulate the ignorance and stupidity of racism. Slavery to debt is a is a reality because wages aren't sustainable. Agrees. So she agrees with that, right? And then she well, goes see, on how... to say. She goes on to say this, you're as free as you are within. So go ahead. Mike. Yeah, yep. absolutely. We're now, uh, what happens is a slave, uh, the, the, the wages aren't sustainable. And I agree with that because I've been yep. under, I mean, my maid and gardener have made more than I have my entire life as an English teacher, as a coach, as, you know, whatever it is that I fucking invented to do what I was here. Um, however, the only way that you can make sure that wages are going to be sustainable and livable is that the workers control the company. Yep. They are part of it. 
They're yeah. part of the. It's not just that that administrator that gets the you know the, the yeah. bonus the bonus in you know twenty thousand shares in the company. A piece of the company. Exactly. A piece of the exactly. Originally, Everybody originally because that also motivates them. I'm going to do a better job because this is my company. I own right. a piece of it. I'm going to do a better job because if the company does better, I'm going to do better. Now, right. let's look at, let's look at my Greece. job. Each little right. fucking piece works and everybody has to be, have part of it. Otherwise, Mike, let, me, let me cut in here. Let's look at please. Greece. When the Greeks invented, they were truly in the modern age, the, the, the advent of a communistic socialistic society that actually worked uh, until evil people then tried to control it. And that was after Leonidas's death. That was after Alexander's death. Uh, when when the the kingdom ended up getting split up because the brothers were evil and fought amongst themselves, and then Greece fell because of that. Same thing happened to Rome. As well, soon actually, as it the, wasn't the know, brothers; it was the generals, wasn't it? Because I was well, you're right. It was. I apologize. You're right. It was the generals. And because, so it was the ten generals because, that actually had to. Uh, yeah, because them. Alexander was the one who righted the course when his father died, and the brothers tried to usurp. Uh, half of the kingdom and then he took it back you're absolutely right i was mixing that so it was the generals that took over after his death because alexander didn't have any kids because he didn't have any because he was gay he had it yeah he was, yeah he was gay and uh, everyone knows if you look in history you realize that he yeah. had this one guy that was his his trusted companion that was running exactly. with him always uh and, uh, and he, he went got all the way to india he went all and, the way to yeah, india he got jealous because alexander also liked women and it pissed him off because yeah. he was loving the women of the east more than him uh there was a whole i mean this is you can't write shit on a soap opera better than that <laughs> right. well he was alexander the great all right what guys we need to wrap it up here pretty soon right. just to let you know i gotta go right. okay so let me, let me make my point real quick because i agree with you i gotta go too so my point here is that originally when greece with back in the leonidas days before they were even uh, they were city states not even uh, an empire uh all of the city states were the same way and what mike is explaining to you uh was that uh, that what they did was every single person from the king to the lowly peasant got got the uh, a portion equal portion of of all the plunder, of all the splendor, of everything. So no one had anything that no one else could have. Everyone had something. So everything the king had, the lowliest uh, little teeny boy That's who was born has, has access to all that as well. And because of that, like Mike says, because of that, it, it becomes more important to everyone because if the society does well, then we all do well. You don't have this balance of money to where 10% of the population has 99% of all the wealth. Yeah. Right? Agreed. Yep, that's monopolies, but we'll talk about that on another show. But thank you all for being here. Episode 11, woohoo! Thanks, guys. Hey, we did a good one tonight. Thanks, folks. It was a good right. Where can they find you, Mike? Let them know where they can find you. And then I'm on Penya Perspective on YouTube. I'm on Penya Perspective on Rumble, although I will be uploading newer versions now that I know how to uh, rumble. I started off on Rumble. I'm also on Mines on BitChute, uh, less stuff there. Um, but yeah, and I will be on the Sacred Awakening as well on March 19th. Yes. March nice. 19th. Get your tickets now. Get your tickets it's now. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a very powerful uh powerful day put that link in the chat again for the tickets aaron you it's, had that up it's actually in the pin post it's, but it's in the chat now right you have a pin okay yeah, so yeah, those of yeah. you guys who have access to the chat on the mp4 uh file it's pinned in the uh, in the chat whatever whatever chat room that you're in it's yeah. pinned in those of you listening to this on the mp3 up. file it won't be there but i will pin it in the description 
along with that video uh, description for uh, Tom McDonald. Uh, so you guys can take a look at that, people out there in the world that are listening on the MP3 version. I'm Leonard O'Neill. I'm the host of Orion Rising, the creator and host of Orion Rising. I'm one of the co-hosts here of Skull Island and co-creator of this podcast. I have three books that I've written. You can find me a book you call uh, Orion Rising, the book which is about ancient aliens and the what if, uh, which when I wrote it, I thought was uh, something I made up. And it turns out that that's exactly what's actually happening in real life. So that was a, like a weird thing that I channeled. I also wrote the two Inspired. books I saw earlier. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Right? I go back and read it now and I just laugh because now I know that it's actually happening. It's true. And I've both spoken to insiders. They're like, how did you know about that? I think you might have uh, been doing a 20 and back. I'm not going to get involved in that. We'll do that in another time. But you can listen to me on uh, you can watch my MP4 version of this show here on Skull Island. I'll also have it. Uh, I'll probably put it up on Orion Rising. I usually do. Uh, you can find me at Orion Rising on, on the Facebook uh, page. You can find me at Orion Rising on YouTube. And if you're listening to any podcast anywhere on the planet, you can find me on your favorite podcast, uh, whatever you use, whatever app you use. And if I'm not on there, go to Podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N, Podbean.com slash Orion Rising, O-R-I-O-N, Rising, R-I-S. ING and you can get the RSS number which is there for free for you to copy and then you take that and paste that into your service provider for your MP3 and then all of my files will magically appear at your company's app because they'll want me you listening to me there not going to a different platform to find it so trust yes. me they'll allow One you of to these do is that. when I grow up I don't want to be like uh like uh Leo holy shit so much stuff I still got so much to develop holy it takes a lot of time, bro. And when I first started, Aaron will tell you, him too, when we both first started, we were like, yeah, you can catch me at uh, this one place. <laughs> yeah, you can go to my Facebook. Well, go to my Facebook to my page. Facebook. I'm there, bro. And, but then over time, you start uh, you know, you know, start build, building up the platforms and, and putting yourself there in my podcast. I've only been in this for over two 60 years. countries I'm, around I've the world. I've been in this for two years. I'm still learning, man. Yeah, you, he and I have been doing this for like close to 10 years now yeah, and do yeah. other stuff off before we started doing the shows. He, his whole life, my whole life. So it's not something that we just came into because like, we got lucky overnight. This is stuff that we planned and built, and it's taken our lifetimes to get us to where we are. Am I right, Aaron? But that's uh, that's, that's right. Maslow's uh, blue level. You guys are building yep. towards your own better selves. Aaron, yep. close us Tell out, us. please, sir. Yep. Tell yes, us, and I would like to yeah. close us out since we, we, we named it Good Vibrations. Right. I'm going to play a little didgeridoo music to close us out, but you can find me at www.psychicshaman333.com. Uh, I do psychic medium readings. Um, we do certain rituals, cleansings, chakra balance, which is somewhat like Laszlo's pyramid. Uh, we've, we've talked about that before on other shows. So go watch some past shows and you can see a little bit more, but if you'd like to really see what's going on with Laszlo's pyramid and with what I do and with the work I do, um, activations basically we're activating you all and we're activating yep. ourselves as we do it and we activate by learning and, and gaining more knowledge so you know it's always important i want to leave you with this when you're feeling like shit or you're feeling down play some didgeridoo music play some high vibrational music now the didgeridoo is going to be related more to this sac sacral chakra sacral or the uh the sacral and the root chakra so this is more of like the feminine um grounding chakras here so it's right. a little taste of what we're going to be teaching you uh this music is by uh let me see here it's soul clarity on soundcloud and it is the didgeridoo it's called didgeridoo and crystal singing bowls meditations so feel these good vibrations i'm going to share them now y'all have a great week we'll see you.
Enjoy. Namaste. Peace. I'm not hearing anything. Patience. It's coming. <laughs> Here it comes. Buffing. For those of you on the MP3 it's there, file. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's small buffing. vibrations it's now. It's there. It's there. Just feel it. Just feel it. Stay quiet and feel it's it. It's coming. Almost there. I'm feeling it. I'm seeing it. Feels like that Australian. Oh, you pause it. All right. There we go. There we go. Yep. I was hearing it before. Better now. Feel it. I'm going to let it play for a little great week. I'm going to sign off now. Did y'all feel that vibration? Let it play on for a couple more minutes. See y'all soon. Darren, thank you. Get your tickets now, people. They are on sale. Sacred Awakenings. One month. One month out. Get your tickets now.